0: The Mike Rutherford
1: Show on the Big X.
0: Sportos, motor hits, geek bloods, wastoids,
1: dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right.
0: All right. Welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday, August 30th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you once again from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Cards fans, advance your career without interrupting it. With U of L's 20 month professional MBA, the program designed for busy working professionals, you can combine the experience of a top rated program with the convenience of evening classes that accommodate your schedule. To find out how this can happen, 20 months MBA. Not interrupting your schedule, it sounds perfect. Visit business.louisville.edu backslash UofLMBA to find out today how you can make that happen. We're on the air today from 3.02 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the United States of America. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford is here. Trevor Kelsey is here. We are two days away from kickoff. We're excited about that. We have lots to get to over the three hours ahead before we get to any of that good stuff. TK, how are we? It's Wednesday. Weather's perfect. 48 hours away from kickoff, just about. Oh,
1: it's so beautiful, isn't it? Just say that one more time for me. 52 and a half hours away from oh, kickoff. Oh, one more time. Say slower. 52. Oh, yeah. slower. Point five looking. hours yeah.
0: from the Jeff Brom era. Oh, that's
1: kicking like. off in Atlanta. Oh.
0: You made it weird 30 <laughs> seconds. Of the show.
1: That's, that's what I like to hear, man. Oh, man, you record that for me. That's my fault. <laughs> um. By the way, the, uh, the the can I get my degree? It won't interrupt my schedule, so I can get that while still sleeping in until two thirty. Uh,
0: I technically, yeah, <laughs> you can take some evening because it's evening classes. Oh wow, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that.
1: Yeah, they weren't lying, were they? No. Oh wow, they're gonna put me in the NBA in twenty months. That's awesome, Dad. Um, yeah, M um... M M M B A. Was oh, that like the the G League? Exactly. <laughs> it's like the double. It's like rookie ball. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Uh doing good, doing well, feeling excited, not just you know for football, but just excited to get going today. So it's a it's a AEW dynamite night. That's
0: right, it's only I got, Wednesday. I yeah.
1: got the bats tonight. I got you here.
0: Have the bats you last right nah.
1: uh, It actually had Omaha's number for the most part, but they will they, they fell short yesterday, apparently. Yeah,
0: well, bounce back today.
1: They will. And then uh yeah, so I'm just getting ready, getting pumped. It's a uh, wild, wild card Wednesday on the music. Just, just got my first song ready on the on the shuffle. I'm excited for that. So am I. I don't even know what, I don't even know what next song we're going to hear next segment. I don't know yet. You don't know. I don't know. Who knows? You are fired
0: up today. So I am. I'm pumped. I'm ready to get going, man. You had the it's we, football time, buddy. We had the Jeff Brom radio show last night. And I forgot to listen. We found out, you know, it was mystery location. One or two episodes at a mystery location. All the others are at Roosters. But last night was at Gravely Brewing, and they had a bunch of Cardinal out there, which you cannot buy right now because it's been sold out. So these special ticket holders uh, who were invited out last night, Josh Hurd was in the building. You heard it all on our sister station, 970 WGTK, as you can every Tuesday night this season from 7 to 8. Uh, That was wonderful. We've got Brent Key talking to the media yesterday, some things that he said about Louisville, the Georgia Tech head coach. We'll get to that. We'll really nerd out about Georgia Tech tomorrow because Keith's going to be in studio. Keith Wynn. We'll be here. And, you know, I mean, Keith is just – He'll drop all the knowledge on us. He's going to he's gonna educate the show. He's yeah. going to make the show smarter when it comes to football and really everything else. So that's going to be fun. I'm excited about take that. I to
1: my ACT test with me.
0: You should. He'd do well. <laughs> We've got uh, you know plenty plenty to get to. We're, we're going to talk Georgia Tech. We're going to talk Louisville football. I'm sure Nolan Smith will come up again because no. he, he just can't help himself. Uh, what, the eye emoji again? Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about the, the Big X disaster – is going on right now, I thought more of like a war. It is kind of a war, it's we've got our own like civil war going on here. We're gonna get to all that stuff, we're, we're gonna do that, I promise. But first, how was your Tuesday night?
1: Good, good. Um, right, uh, I watched uh Men in Black, the original, and then I watched The Fighter, which I don't think maybe it's I love the boxing movies more because I have like you know, ignorance is bliss, I don't know like the true history behind it as much as I do the other sports movies. So I don't like pick it apart like right away. So I can see that. And and I mean, and, and the beautiful part about that movie, if you haven't seen the fighter, you've seen it, I assume I have, it's been a while. Yeah. It's one of my favorite movies Uh is that they just did such a great job of syncing up the actual fight scenes with the original actual play, play by play call of his boxing matches. And it's just
0: uh, yeah the the, the I, one of my favorite movies. The one thing, I, one thing I didn't can I stop you know, real quick and say something. Yeah, can I tell you, you saying that is funny because one of my issues. Everybody always talks about Rocky. Oh. I mean, Rocky won Best Picture. Rocky Four is great, Rocky, All this stuff. Yeah. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. The my big issue is with Rocky is the boxing scenes. It's horrible, They're yeah. bad. Like they, nobody boxes like that. The, and you can s- clearly see the punches not coming close to landing. It's no. just like, I'm sorry, it, it's kind of a big deal for a boxing movie to have really bad boxing scenes. Y- <laughs> Everyone else seems to be able to gloss over I, it very quickly. I'm like, this is a, this is bad. I believe. I, I
1: mean, I'm assuming he's, he was nominated for an Oscar for the original. Maybe I know the movie was the but, movie won, but uh, to say that in a movie that that has that has Sylvester Stallone's acting in it that you think the boxing is the worst part of the movie, it says a lot. <laughs> it says a lot about the boxing because Sylvester <laughs> Sloan boxing <laughs> scenes are bad. Yeah, they are. Uh, they they are not the best. I think I want to say the only one that's. Is it Rocky? I don't want to say Rocky Two or Rocky. I think it's Rocky Two, where he, him and uh, Apollo actually are hitting each other because they they'd gotten like it, like they were they weren't getting along on set or something, and so you there's actually like th- uh, landed blows between the two because they're actually throwing them at because they're getting mad at each other on the set. Cool. And uh, I've, I've read somewhere like that's. It wasn't it wasn't meant to be, but it was the best boxing scenes in all the Rocky movies. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But uh yeah, the, anyway, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're right. No, you're fine. No, the boxing in The Fighters great. Christian Bale obviously awesome. Mark Wahlberg great. Um one thing I did watch last night that stuck out to me, I know this might be minor to you, but like Christian Bale, you know his character is just, just a cracked out moron, right? Correct. Yeah, he has full custody of his
0: son. Seems wrong. Like seems like somebody I- made a mistake. I'm
1: assuming the mom had passed away, because if not, how bad does she have to be? This guy gets custody of the kid. It's a fair point. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Not Mark Wahlberg. He, he's actually the good guy. His his my baby's mom is the uh, you know the, the devil. So it sounds like you had a good Tuesday. I had a good Tuesday. It was n- it was a nice Tuesday. How about yourself? What did you did you uh, uh, I know the Reds. Have you given up on the Reds? I'm done with the Reds. And you might as well. I mean, other than almost avoiding a no hitter last night, did you have you watched Suicide Kings yet?
0: No. I'm not going to. We went to, actually, there's a, a restaurant opening on the waterfront, Pig Beach. You're going to curse the Reds now, too, I Pig think. Beach is opening on Thursday. If you want to go out there, it opens tomorrow at 11 a.m., but they've been doing kind of like soft openings for very, very cool, important people, and <laughs> not really. I but, know. I, 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 I was busy. That's why yeah, I didn't no. go. Yeah. So, so me and a couple friends, a few friends went out there last night, and it was very cool. Like It, it was awesome. I saw All the air- food you posted. Yeah, it was. They have. It's it's a barbecue place. It's it's a. It's not a chain, but they've got locations in New York, and I think one other one somewhere in the south. And so it's in that little building. If you ever went there, like the last time I'd been in that building, it was Tumbleweed on the River.
1: Oh, is that okay? I was going yeah. to ask you. I, I, was, I was trying to figure out you were you talking right there, there by right? like the playground.
0: Yeah, I forgot that Tumbleweed wasn't even there anymore. And then yeah. I think it was like Doc Cantina's after that, but I never went there. I, I went to that Tumbleweed several times back in like 08 through 2012 and uh so i had not been in that building for a while but it's got you know great view of the river it's a great spot just for whatever reason things don't seem to thrive there so hopefully this one will stay because everybody was very nice the food was very good i got we got the yeah you know, they do the whole thing at these soft openings where it's you order whatever you want it's the the, the food is free the drinks are free you just have nice. to tip the, the servers which is very cool and they, they give you like the little you scan the qr code and you just keep ordering food They're like just keep ordering food we'll, we'll, we'll bring it out and so we do like you know do you bring me some food I did not. We, we we like the chicken wings. We like the sampler. I got ribs for my dinner because uh, I love ribs. The ribs were very good. The mac and cheese was very good. It was fun, and it was good to catch up with a, a few friends that I you know, don't get a chance to do dinner with anymore. Now that we're all old and have kids and stuff. I was available. Sorry. Um, Next time.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Uh, <laughs> I'll one day make that that friend. I'm I'm still in like the uh, the third tier friend list list or fourth tier probably. I'm like, the, I'm like the backup running back in fantasy draft list that you take just in case my hand comes. What if I took Patrick
0: instead of you? <laughs> See, Patrick gets you on the air tomorrow. <laughs> but it was cool. I, I saw Eric Wood was there. A bunch of people were there that I, that I knew that I had not seen in a while. Had some interesting conversations. Uh, Noel Smith's name kept coming up. There were people who had – Gee, I wonder why. A lot of people who <laughs> had heard some stuff, that, you know, we, some of which we can't say on air, some of which we can. We'll, oh. we'll get to that. But it was, it was a nice little night. It was, it was fun. I got home – uh, poor Mary had had trouble getting John down. I'm like, welcome wow. to my, you know, she's had these these friends dinners a lot recently, and like I, this is the first time in a while that I've gone out, and you know she's having trouble getting John down. He's screaming like Virginia's still awake. She's tired. I'm like, this is this is how it goes. But uh, thankfully, I hope
1: you didn't say that to her last night. Say what? Like that's how, like, welcome to my world. It is. I mean, it's tough to get both kids down. <laughs> I it, 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 is, it is tough. You're yeah. starting. You're starting to regret my uh, my 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 parental suggestion from long ago about the. The, the, they suddenly have a cold. We're not going to drug our kids. It's no. not drugging. It's over the
0: counter. We're not. We're not giving our kids Nyquil. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Give, yet. give us until like we get <laughs> yeah. like eight or nine.
1: Yeah, yeah. bet you two dollars of donuts. merry was considered it last night. Maybe give yeah. us a few more
0: years. <laughs> no, it was. It was all good. It was fine. And then uh, it was. It was a nice, nice little Tuesday night. But now we're raring to go. The weather was great this morning. Was um, so this place on DoorDash since they opened today? I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're on DoorDash yet. But if they are, get the ribs. I would check that out, especially with some I like some ribs. Very good, but it was it was a fun Tuesday. We enjoyed it. Now I'm ready. Every day you just kind of like it is so wild to me, and I'm sure that you know people listening who have friends or acquaintances that like know they're big UFL fans have had the same thing. Like whenever anybody wants to talk, it's now. Last night was a little bit different because the Nolan Smith news was out there. Yeah, but people will you know it used to always be basketball, 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 on the. Except for like the Lamar Jackson years, or when Petrino was here the first time, and all that stuff. Like right now, everybody just wants to come up and talk to you about football. Like they just, all they want to say is like, "How excited are you for football?" And I'm like, "Very excited." How excited are you? Very excited. That's the whole conversation. It's like we're very excited. Let's get it going. And I, I mean, the closer we get, the more excited I get about not just this first game, but the season, and then what's going to happen afterwards, and just seeing you know, the Brom family take over, and just feeling like the program is in the hands of people who really understand what L football should be and who care deeply about getting it back to that point. And this, is a, this is a point that you and I made way back when, I think when when it was being rumored that Braum might get hired back in the winter of like 2021. You know, every good thing that's happened with L football in the modern era, we'll say since like Schnelli took over, almost all of them have occurred with a Braum in the mix. You know, I mean, Jeff is there for, you know, he's on the team for the Fiesta Bowl, He's a starting quarterback for the Liberty bowl uh, season. He's there like in the, the heart of the Howard success. And then he's on the staff when Petrino gets here the first time and has all that success. Brian's the quarterback for, um, you know, he's one of the quarterbacks on two of the best teams that we've ever had here. Maybe the two best teams we've ever had here in 04 and Oh six. Uh, and then, you know, Jeff is still on the staff. Brian comes back. Like well, Jeff was a
1: freshman in '89, was he? Yeah, I
0: think that's right. And
1: Howard got here what '85, so Howard's was only here for what three, three, four seasons or four. When
0: well, he wasn't here for the entire, I think Howard's first year was '88. I want to say. I think it was before. No, it wasn't that late, was it? I'm pretty sure. I think we've. I feel like we've had this conversation okay. before. Uh, but I mean, I'm saying he wasn't here for the entire no, Howard no but, era. But, but, I'm just but, saying he but, was here for like the the best best of Howard. But
1: when it turned around for Howard is when he got here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I get you.
0: And you know, and then Brian was at the heart of a lot of the good things that have happened. And, and
1: Greg I, was on that team too.
0: And of course, Greg was there too.
1: <laughs> Oscar
0: was doing great stuff back in the day when we were Oscar you know, was playing against Mean Joe Green. Another great moment for U history. But like the point is, like, when good things have happened for U football, with the exception of maybe the, I guess, like the strong era, and then the L- Lamar being here. Like the uh, Brahms have been. Near the center of it. They've been involved. And it feels good to have them back in the mix. It feels good to have so many people who were deeply ingrained in Louisville football, both at the high school and the college level, back here in the city, cradling the program. I mean, even like having Garrick McGee back and Ron English back, guys that were at this program at various points over the last 15, 20 years. It just feels like you've got people here that get it. And that makes it so much easier to root for, like unbridled success, to feel good about the future because you know that they care just as much as you do. And that was an issue with Scott Satterfield and the staff that was here before and with some of the players watching those teams play at times was you got the sense sometimes that you cared more than they did or that you got it at a level that they could not possibly understand. And now to not have that be even a thought in the back of your mind, it feels good. And
1: I think there was, and maybe subconsciously myself, we all still kind of wanted Brahma that first time around. Yeah, I mean, there there had to be a little piece of you. You may not want to admit it, but you you may. There was a reason why you were. Sattelfeld wasn't took on your fancy, and you maybe didn't want to admit or put your finger on it. But it could have been the fact that you still regretted a little bit that that should have been Brahms' original spot. Yeah, but I, I mean,
0: I never. I mean, we got him. Now, I never blamed so Jeff for not coming the first round. I, I, I didn't blame I Jeff. It. And also, like I also, I mean, I was excited when Satterfield comes in the first year and leads us to eight wins, and he's ACC Coach of the Year. I, I thought, you know, here we go. Like, like I don't care who it is. You don't have to blame Jeff to not still want him over Satterfield, though. I, I mean, I want whoever's going to win the most games. Well, true. It, it, is it better when it's somebody that you like and, and that you think gets it more than that somebody else? Sure. But at the end of the day, we just want somebody who's going to win the most games and let us have the most fun cheering on these teams. That's what it's all about. So when, I, when it looked for a little bit of time, a brief moment in time, like Satterfield might be that guy. Yeah, I was excited about Scott Satterfield. Uh, I, w- I was like, let's, let's go. Get us back to winning 9, 10 games. And when it quickly became apparent after that second year that, one, not only was he maybe not the guy who was going to be able to get you to winning double-digit games again, but, two, that he was not overly satisfied with being here uh, with the, the dalliance with South Carolina at the worst possible time. I think that's when a lot of people sort of just just checked out on Satterfield or, or got to a point where it was like, okay, dude, you need to win at a very high level for us to be bought back in and that just it didn't happen. Uh-oh. DL's down moment didn't years. help either. That was that was a rough That was the first was a, was year, wasn't it? For all, that was the first year. Yeah, that didn't and help. Yeah, you know, that was the one really negative point on an otherwise successful season. You know, then we come out and we you know, we win the bowl game, but yeah, that was a that was a moment that stuck with us. And that was another year I mean all the Kentucky games what really stung about those UK games was we weren't expected to be blown out. I mean hell we were favored. The two years ago in the game that we lost by a billion points, uh, you know, the 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 three Satterfield losses to UK all seemed to be toss-up games on paper and we just got our asses handed to us every single time and that made it 10 times worse. It wasn't like it wasn't like back in the day when you know strong had teams that were supposed to blow out UK and you know we, we it was like 17 point spread and we won by Fourteen to seventeen. Yeah, Charlie Simo. Yeah, yeah you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do, but it's it's not overly satisfying. Like these were toss up games that they were winning by forty three and thirty eight points, and then thirteen last year, uh, that made it a little bit worse for Satterfield. But man, I'm I'm glad to have that be a thing of the past. I'm excited about the future. I really want to get off to a good solid start, just so we can feel that enthusiasm deep into September. You know, it, it's if you're three and zero with wins over Georgia Tech. Indiana and Murray State, it doesn't mean a whole lot like nationally. It doesn't. It probably is not going to propel Louisville into the top twenty-five or anything like that. But it does give you that chance to dream, right? It does give you that chance to be like, man, unblemished so far. I. Think we could? You start looking at other results. You are like, I think we could win this conference. I think this conference is there for the taking. I I'm think remember we I'm take to saying fame. that without
1: those three wins.
0: I know, but like, just <laughs> it, it reinforces that. The longer you go into a season without that first loss, the more just people start chattering. The more excitement there is. It's just going to build. The BC crowd, I think, we will be a lot better if we are three and zero. I just want that that good start so everyone can be. It's been it's been so long since it's felt like we've all been on the same page as a fan base at least when it comes to these two major sports, right? And even to a lesser degree. (laughs) We all love the football, hate the basketball. Well, I mean, I'm not even saying that. I mean, because there was a split on Satterfield for a long time. Like, there were people that were very – there was a split on Jeff. I think there's still a little bit of a split on Jeff. There there are still some people out there who are like – they're waiting for that first loss to be like, all you people who wanted this, congratulations, we got this coach from Purdue with the same type of record from Saturday. You will see that if we lose on Friday. All right. You won't see it if we win those first three games. People, it's the same deal with Kenny Payne. When people say, you know, th- there's a group out there that wants Kenny Payne to fail, that's rooting against Kenny Payne. There's not. Everybody everybody wants Kenny Payne to succeed. Everybody wants every U L coach to succeed. There's just a group that will be more willing to be critical of Kenny Payne and any coach that they thought was a bad hire if they start losing games. If we get to 3-0, and the group that was apprehensive about Jeff will still be like, awesome. This is great. Let's go. And we'll all be on the same page going into those BC and NC state games, trying to get to five and zero before Notre Dame comes. And then I, mean, I think we all know what happens if we're five and zero and Notre Dame comes to place. So that will be an event the likes of which we haven't seen since probably that 2017 Clemson game. Like I, I, I want that unity. It has just felt like it's been so long since everybody's been on the same page. Everyone's had unbridled enthusiasm, at least so long since everyone's been on the same page about something positive. There have been things where it feels like we're on the same page about where it's like, yeah, Chris Mack not really getting it done. Maybe we need to to, to move in a different direction. But we we need this. I, I keep using the word jolt. We need that jolt of energy. We need that jolt of life, and it needs to start on Friday. We've got to win this game.
1: What category am I in for Kenny Payton that I don't root against him, but I don't expect
0: him to be successful? I mean, I think that's the category I was just talking about. Like well, I, yeah, but I'm rooting for him, though. That's, that's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I think we're in the cat we're both in the category um I mean I was my expectations are not being set high, but I am rooting to be wrong. I was, I think, more apprehensive yeah. than you were when we hired him. And then, yeah. not that you were, like, over-the-top enthusiastic. Well, I don't think he was either one of us, <laughs> our top choices. <laughs> no. I think we both had reservations about the hire. I tried to be more open-minded, I guess you'd say, a little bit than you, maybe. I, 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 said if he, if he got, I said if he got hired, I was going to be open-minded. I said we can't judge him on his first season. And then we won four games, and that shook <laughs> things up a little bit. So, but no, I mean, I, I still, like like – I want every coach that's here to win at the highest possible level. I want Kenny Payne to be the guy. It's a lot easier for everybody if we don't have to go through the hiring process again, if we don't have to go through the fans dissecting every possible candidate again, if we don't have to pay out all the money again and just start from scratch. The best possible scenario, and I said the same thing with Satterfield, is that Kenny Payne is the guy and that he overachieves this year and then kills it in year three, and we're smooth sailing for the next 30 years with Kenny Payne at the helm. I just and I've been honest about this, I don't think that's going to happen. It, it, that doesn't mean that I'm rooting for it and I'm going to thump my chest and be like, see, I told you so. I don't think it's going to happen. I want it to happen. I'm rooting for it to happen. I'm trying to go into the season with as much of an open mind as possible, although admittedly that is getting more and more difficult with every piece of news that comes out.
1: If we had the YouTube cameras here, people would see you pumping your chest. I did pump my chest. He does it all the time to me. Yeah. It's, it's, this, when you not, talk, I just do like a gorilla thing in here. It's, it's very distracting. Yeah. Everybody wonders why I lose track of what I'm talking about. It's not because... You know, you know the twenty-five years of, of abuse. It's the, it's the you pumping your chest every time yeah. you try to talk. That's why he likes the meat button in there. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I know you. You talk to more, or I guess, because of the on the on the X, the other X, not this X, the secondary X. Uh, with 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 fans, I guess uh, you point out the 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 some this tr- detractors of the Braum. like, like our text line, our fan base. Like I, listen, to the show. I I mean, it seems. More pro Brom on everything,
0: right? Definitely what more pro Brom. I mean, there have been. You're
1: saying like a very small minority are out
0: there, that, and keep in mind, like when I'm talking about this divide, it was mostly before Brom was hired. There hasn't been a strong contingent of people that are like, I I hate that we've hired Brom. I think it's the same thing when Payne was hired. I mean, I was excited when they did the the, the introductory press conference, him getting off the plane and hugging Danny and seeing Milt and all that stuff. Like I thought that was awesome. It was a, a unifying moment. Like. I think you've seen the same thing with Jeff. The group of people that were like, I, I don't think this is the right guy. Look at his record. Which really did, let's go hire a big-time coordinator from another program or see if we can get a better head coach. Once Jeff got hired, you know, there's no reason to, to debate. Like Everybody wants this to work, and so you've seen those people you know, quiet down. I think also what Jeff did on the recruiting trail and what he did in the transfer portal helped people as well. But if we lose early on, let's say we lose to, to Georgia Tech or we lose to Indiana – like those people are going to be back again and, and you'll have that infighting again. same thing with Kenny Payne. like people were were happy about what was happening until we go out there and we lose by 10 to Lenore Ryan in an exhibition game. and then people are like, "I'm, I'm back to thinking this may not have been the right call." and like winning cures all evils. like that's, uh, that, that's what Jeff's going to have to do. and he knows that he knows that as much as anybody, and he's, he's stressed that enough uh, a number of times during media availability over the years, over the months, I should say. Uh, We want to hear from you today on the Thornton line at 502-414-1450. Thornton's giving you the best deals all summer long. Download the Refreshing Rewards app to take advantage. Use the Refreshing Rewards app when you fill up at any one of the 89,926 area Thornton's locations. 27 when it's open. 927. And then go inside, use the Refreshing Rewards app in in there as well to save yourself some money on some tasty treats. And then text us at 502-414-1450. The Affleck kickoff people were not happy that I tweeted <laughs> tweeted out yesterday <laughs> on the Toby the Seal pick. I just tweeted out F word period that period Seal period. Affleck like, wasn't happy about it. No, the, the shouldn't <laughs> it
1: be like just content Someone's like reading the material at this point. I, look, I got them some views. I mean, I was gonna say. I mean, not to be mean or like sound like, but I mean. like did Toby <laughs>
0: tell you to send this email? Yeah, you listen. Toby. Toby can fight his own wars. If Toby wants to get out there and make predictions on this stage, then Toby can handle the heat. <laughs> I just keep get past picturing Toby McGuire every time you say his name? Well, it's Toby the Seal. I just think of Toby from the Office.
1: That I don't. Know, there's a bad.: the <laughs> if we win, am I in the cricket, Toby?
0: If we win, am I going to post a video on that to that account with a, a goodbye, Toby? Probably right in his face. Suck it, Toby. <sighs> it's personal. It's all personal. You're gonna get peta on us. Now, the. he going to get mad at you now. I don't care. Don't make predictions about football games if you don't want the heat. <laughs> you want to be treated like an adult, Toby? You, you want to act like an adult? You want to treat her like one? You want to be a big time coach? Got to put up some criticism. You want to be a big time <laughs> seal? Prediction seal? Gimmick seal? Deal with the aftermath. And then you'll get kissed by a rose. Club your ass. Um, <laughs> hey, I, you told me I was too far on that one yesterday. You know, that Toby gets me all worked up. Toby, yes. Toby gets me all fired up.
1: <laughs> I say you're like, too far. <laughs>
0: I'm just sitting up with a rose now. Yeah, since we've been doing this show, we, we've been doing the show for two years. and Good Lord. This is our third football season together. And we've done this thing where we pay strong attention during the week to the vibes. When there's like... Just, just good juju in the air. Stuff, good stuff happens to us, or stuff that we talked about on air comes full circle. Like those are, th- those are good vibes. If we're talking about a musical artist, and then bam, suddenly on the way home on the radio, that person pops up. Those are good vibes. The vibes have been mixed this week, and, and mm-hmm. typically, what happens in the actual game eerily reflects the vibes. I remember the first year when you know, vibes were off for, for on, on, on a weird level and that UCF game that not nobody thought we were going to win. The vibes were great all week. A bunch of positive stuff was happening. We pull off that crazy victory. That was when I first started really believing in the vibes. And the vibes were off last year going into the Syracuse game. And I, I was like, this is – clearly it's a different season. Let's not pay attention to the, the, these these little markers out there. mean, nothing. And then we go out there and we lose 31-7. The vibes are mixed right now. We've got 48 hours to rectify this because – we have the mixed vibes of the salad eating.
1: Oh, well, there's no mixed there. I, I eat a salad. Some people just aren't
0: happy with the results. The DoorDash delivery person, name being Ariel, is a little bit ambiguous, too, because, again, my, my daughter loves Little Mermaid, but yeah. the person spelled their name A-R-I-O-L, and it seemed to be a man. So I couldn't tell, really, though. We don't know what to think about that. And then we've got the biggest news of the week which is John Spears steering stealing Ugh. our beloved cookie lady bobblehead that you just gave to me for my birthday less than a week ago. Is this George Takei, you know that? I'm going to talk about Spears after the break. I listened to his the, the beginning of his show today. No, nah, makes one. I was shocked. I could shocked? I, I didn't think I could be more appalled about what has taken place over the last 48 hours than I, than I already was. I'm more appalled today. <laughs> We're going to talk about that after the You're, break. I've been calling you Mike this whole time. Keep it locked right here. <laughs> Rutherford Show rolls on next here on five uh, here on, on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. Spirits has me all thrown off. Fourteen fifty and 96.1, The big X. Wings.com
1: Park a lot, why not? It's so cool when you're on time. You just run along in the snow.
0: Laughing so hard, cause Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Appropriate Savage. I do
1: want his birthday. Scotty
0: doesn't know.
1: Scotty doesn't know.
0: Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. How so hard did you laugh when you first got the song? Scottie I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'd die. <laughs> Don't tell Scotty. I had a friend who played this all the time in his old Nissan Maxima back in high school.
1: I <laughs> think you see Matt Damon up on stage.
0: <laughs> all right, the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford show here on 1450 961 The Big X. Reminder: to get your texts in on the Thornton text line at 502 414 1450. All right, we have to talk about the, the elephant in the Big X studio campus. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, we both noticed, it was uh, about 4 o'clock, I-, I noticed the Elizabeth Cookie Lady bobblehead that you had given me as a birthday present just a-, a few days earlier was missing. For those who don't know the backstory, I had a bunch of bobbleheads when I, when I worked at 790 in the studio. Listeners sent a-, sent a bunch in. Also, we're supposed to be getting a package here tomorrow, by the way, from a, a listener in Denver. So okay, keep, well, keep see, an eye out for that. I want to let
1: you know that we did have a UPS mispackage sticker the other day. Oh, right? That probably was what it was. And Frank was asking me about it, and he, goes, he was worried because he didn't know whose it was. And I was like, sometimes we get people sending us yeah. stuff. I was like, give them a call. And I saw, I'll remind him again of
0: that. So anyways, a few listeners sent bobbleheads after they started to see my collection of the studio stacking up. And people were sending just random bobbleheads. And we had some good ones. It was getting big. And then we got... Laid off, <laughs> and they did not give me my bobbleheads back We had to pawn I, the bobbleheads. Even though I asked for them. So, 790 just stole the bobbleheads. And one of the ones that I had was an autographed Elizabeth the Casino Cookie Lady bobblehead. And you have heard me talk about this. And so, you bought one for me off eBay and sent it and gave it to me for my birthday. It's been up there. It was up there for three days. And it was just missing yesterday. And we started accusing people of, of who could have done this. And I would like to offer right now a, a formal apology to the entire staff of Kentucky Roll Call. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Scooter Dingus, everyone else. Frank, who lives here. I apologize to Frank. All the accused. Especially since they're on your team. (laughs) I didn't know this at the time. Other stuff has gone missing from here before. I didn't know what was going on. So we find out via an admission on the text line that John Spears, host of uh, Spears on Sports right here on 1450, the Big X, from 12 to 1 every day, just, just took her, took her, holding her hostage and says, I'll give her back if you beat me on Friday. And I, I didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, is Spears a Georgia Tech fan? I had no idea what was going on. He met the big X cough scramble. My team needs to beat his team in order to get the cookie the lady bobblehead back. So I, I listened to, after picking up the kids from school this this early morning, late morning, early afternoon. I turned on Spears on Sports at noon because I know he's going to talk about this. And I listened to like about the, the first – I didn't get to hear the entire spiel, but I heard like the first 10 minutes or so. Podcast is up. He he talks about the fact that, I mean, the way that he was laying it out there, I thought it was going to be this deal where he was going to kind of issue an apology. And, like, he he took her because he thought it was something new or it wasn't mine. And and he was just like, you know, I I like this. I thought I could have it. And and I didn't realize it was Mike's. And, and now I'm going to, I thought it would be a fun thing, just turn it into, like, a, a bet. But I'll, I'll give it back. No, 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 no. Spears goes into this just... Shocking to me, diatribe about how when he started working here, you know, there's, there's all this memorabilia all over the studio. And Dugan Ryan basically said, "When we leave the studio, you can just take whatever you want. You can." You know, he, he's called dibs, and I think he he took some paintings, some posters that were out there. They're now gone. I, I assume that I, if it, something's missing here now, I'm just assuming that Spears took it. He mm-hmm. called dibs on some Larry Bird posters. He said, "So he said, on is this what my Muhammad Ali poster went to? Probably." I had, the, I had the giant – it used to be where the TV is, the
1: big Ollie. He's just taking everything. Standing over sunny Liston poster. It was awesome.
0: So I guess he said on, on, on Monday he saw the bobblehead. He says he's a guest. I was listening to the show. It's just a rare occurrence, which I don't believe. Come on, Spears. Come on. Because I know he heard us talk about this bobblehead, and that's why he took it. But he's like, he's like he I saw it. He me personally about it. His exact quote, I believe, was, I saw it and I liked it, so I took it. What do they teach some kids at Sanex over there? This is supposed to be a... T.J.'s not like this. He's the play-by-play man for Stanex Sports. This is supposed to be, in a lot of ways, a molder of young men, a leader, a role model for young men Um, out there off Poplar level. And I feel like we're going to see a wave of just criminals that were StanX grads in the next 10 to 15 years because (laughs) they all took their lead from from one John Spears, not James. So, I mean, that's his exact quote. He's like, I wanted it, so I just took it. And he can have it back if he beats me at golf. If not, I'm just going to keep it. What kind of a lesson are we teaching here? I thought we—I thought this was a company where we fought for one another. This, this is
1: a father, a grandfather of none. Less.
0: This is none a left. grandfather.
1: This is a molder of mine. He, he, he was a former government employee. I mean, he worked for a well, post office, so that then, does make sense. That kind now. of tracks a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm starting to put one or two together. He's just
0: taking stuff. He doesn't <laughs> care if it belongs to somebody else. He's just taking it, and he doesn't feel bad about it. No remorse whatsoever.
1: Thank God he doesn't care about the Eagles.
0: <laughs> he may just start taking that. Don't put anything past him. I think he probably wrote the national Chumps thing on the on the uh, the poster.
1: I mean, I do feel like a banner's missing. My banner's still behind you by the Muhammad poster.
0: There used to be a banner where the uh, missing. There's a lot of stuff that I'm noticing that's gone. Yeah, like I I did have a banner in there. So we do have. Thanks he hasn't to TJ. taken my
1: Redbirds poster, which that I mean, that's good. Or my Sandlot poster. If he does, then. It's war. Um, oh, so yeah. TJ
0: made a, a bunch of the, the missing <laughs> bobblehead posters that are now all over the studio. There's one on the very front door, which I took a picture and put it on Twitter. There's one on our door, a couple on the studios here. TJ was very much sympathetic to the cause. But, I mean, I'm this is a classic good versus evil tale. This is basically the plot line of an old Western. I'm going to have to win the the I heroine know. away from this, this just villain wearing a mask With a heroic round of golf on Friday. Why would you want heroin? That's bad. Stop. Sorry. There's nothing good about John Spears. Who he is, what he does, what he represents. He's an evil mother bleeper. (laughs) To do this on the eve. I love that (laughs) bobblehead. To do this on the eve of the Jeff Brom era and show no remorse whatsoever. I don't know what kind of a person that is.
1: A Kentucky fan?
0: Is Spears a UK fan?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I, but it's hard to argue against it—the fact he's trying to set all the vibes off with this. He clearly wanted our
0: attention. Well, he's got it. (laughs) You've got it. You got a lot of it now.
1: That's the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Django. He had my interest. Now you've got my attention.
0: (laughs) Unbelievable! I I thought we were going to get some sort of like apology or some semblance of remorse. Do we fire? He feels nothing wrong. do,
1: Do we fire back at this? Like he doesn't have anything in here cuz I guess he just takes and doesn't leave. So like, how do I, I don't know how how do how do we we can't not fire back. I think we We cannot just take this on the chin and go down and be like,
0: "We're mad at you. We got to do something. What's the most extreme thing we could do?" And I can not confirm he is a UK fan. Okay. I think we plant drugs in the press box the next Saints <laughs> football game and get him fired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, don't do that, because then Tony <laughs> Burke might get in trouble. And I like Tony.
0: <laughs>
1: what rumor could we start about Spears? I'm not, I mean we not thinking, No, we don't we don't we don't start something, we take. He took something from us.
0: <laughs> the most we, extreme thing we could do for now we a must lighthearted take break. Something from Lighthearted radio prank. <laughs> just go and like blow up his car. <laughs> Did you hear about Spears and that girl from Assumption? <laughs>
1: No, 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 no! no. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh my God, you got him arrested. That's what we wanted. He took, a, this whole thing. Next thing he took a bobblehead I from could, the studio that we got like, for eight ninety nine off eBay. The
1: cops drag him out of his house <laughs> with like a like a, like just a suitcase full of like just like embedded like just planted stuff, drugs, porn. Whatever. And then while they're doing it, I see Mike sneaking in the front door, <laughs> like grabbing a bobblehead and walking out, like, like he's the like
0: hamburger. Like, they interview me on the news. I'm like, hell isn't hot enough for that one.
1: <laughs> hell have no fury, like a casino woman's bobblehead.
0: <laughs> Neighbor and former co worker Mike Rutherford had this to say <laughs> Neighbor. <laughs> he
1: was a quiet individual. no idea he was so psychotic. Yeah. He always gave a weird vibe, I'll say that.
0: When and I when I heard the news, it didn't surprise me whatsoever that it was John Spears. <laughs> Not shocked at all, actually. Does he have I don't think he I don't think he has anything
1: in this studio. I, he just like I'm gonna show up here
0: at noon and just like slash his tires. <laughs> just Steal his car. <laughs> Spray paint Trinity Graffiti all over and just like matte paint.
1: Do no, you know like the, the Des Moines and uh the past times, you're an ass. <laughs> That's what
0: it all <laughs> oh, Right the side. I'm a, so I'm going to have to fight for her honor. I'm going to have to play for her honor on, on Friday. And yeah, I'm gonna I That's got
1: the, the Peter Cetera song from Crotty Kid 2 stuck in my head automatically.
0: So I did hear Scoots talking, and I do feel bad for, for bringing Scoots into this because Scoots clearly had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but Scoots said you know, last year, I guess, Scoots, TJ, and Nick, they played with like a college golfer on their team. And they shot eleven under at this thing. Okay, we don't have the college golfer, and like I said yesterday, having a, a really good a player is what you need in a scramble to shoot to go low. But Spears is bringing the same team that he played with last year, and they only shot two under. If they repeat that, I feel like the four of us we should be able to be better than than two under. Although Scoots did was on a team that shot over par in the scramble at the UFL media scramble, which makes me feel a little bit nervous. But I think that this is a this is an accomplishable feat for us on Friday to win. And then Spears is like. And I hope they don't expect me to have the cookie lady like with me at the scramble. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, she needs to, she needs to be there. Like, I'm not going to have her in my golf bag. I'm like, you can just leave her. I, I, if I win, well,
1: now, now some tells me maybe be right on that one because you know about uh, she, how easily they break. Maybe it is Bessie doesn't
0: bring. Just leave her. her in the car.
1: <laughs> what if he has like a little piece of duct tape over her mouth? We're doing
0: the <laughs> we're doing the show. He said he he confirmed that he did not cut off a toe. He's oh, not. He is not. She's fine. She's doing okay. She's safe. She's safe right as now. As far
1: as we know, yeah. For now.
0: God knows what she's seen at that house. But, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're doing the show from Elk Run after the scramble. We'll be on the air from 3 to 6. Yeah. He's got plenty of time to go wipe his tears from his loss and then bring us the bobblehead and ensure <laughs> our victory over Georgia Tech that You
1: night. know, we're going we're gonna to get in our golf carts, and it's, it's, you're just going to look at him and I'm going to walk up to this golf cart and pull out a knife and just slash the tire on this golf cart and be like, walk the course.
0: Cart path only. Cart path. <laughs> I
1: don't know why. Oh man, Spears. I mean, listen. It was, it was one thing to just ignore me and not give me shout-outs during the broadcast as a board op. Yeah, I, I'm self conscious about that. I, I want, I want my, I want my time in the sun. But now you've gone too far, buddy.
0: He's gone way too far. Gone way too far. I thought we were all a team here. We were. He's gone rogue on us. We take pot shots at one another every now and then. It's the U of L UK rivalry. Spears, this is just straight theft. (laughs) There's nothing cheeky about this. (laughs) You just stole something because he wanted to. You know that line? See it right there? Just crossed it. You jumped over it, my friend. Walked back and peed on it. That's what he did. (laughs) Could not cross it harder. Ridiculous. I mean you've got a PS5 here. Is that thing safe? I hope. I mean, gonna I'm, I'm,
1: we'll come in one day, t- the TV's going to be gone, equipment's going to be missing. Surprised you said and started blaming
0: it, blaming it on the homeless shelter behind us. TJ just is flaunting on Twitter his new green wolf. I guess these are like golf shades from Shady Rays. Why didn't we get these? We haven't lost our originals yet. You still have both of your Shady Rays? Oh, yeah. I still got both mine, too. I still, I mean, I
1: got... Is this because with... TJ voices the spot? Is he getting... Well, you, you're on a voice spot. And you, you
0: say don't be like Trevor, too, in it. I know, but I only hear TJ's.
1: Uh, I think. Well, I think it's because it, I, I think TJ's is in your rotation. I think yours plays on this. Is show. he getting
0: ambassador deals that we're not because of this? <laughs> I think this is not fair. I want, want shade Ray. I wouldn't leave him here Shades. though. If you want to keep him, God no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm never bringing anything here again. I want to take my business card out of that Romeo Langford picture. I want that to get stolen.
1: Well, he we won't steal, it, but he did put your number on the many, many of truck stop bathrooms though, I heard. What's well, my old number? He's <laughs> like, well, they're already there
0: anyway. That's fine. <laughs> 5024141450 is the Thornton sex line. He looks stylish, though. Texas says, steal his club so we can't win the scramble. That's a good. Texas says, file the police report, Mike. What if I did file an actual police report over this? <laughs> Estimated cost, priceless. Texas says, are we banning spears from the Big X? Yes. No, he's not banned. Yeah, he's, he's banned. I want him fired. I want him off the air. I want the Patrick and Trey Ryan hour from twelve to one. Well, they're going to six eighty now they're doing stuff for six eighty. So no. I also I've noticed that the Bring Brom Home guy is tweeting a lot about to six eighty people now, furthering my belief that it's Patrick.
1: <laughs> his new his new what's his what's his new new slogan?
0: They're doing the. Um, I've seen it I've seen Free it. the pipe they're, yeah. they're trying to get Howard Schnellenberger Into the Hall of Fame Because they do have That ridiculous rule That he doesn't have like You have to have A 60% winning percentage and yeah. he doesn't have it Because he started FAU And took a bunch of losses And you know, like, loved to rebuild programs okay. It's a ridiculous standard To have And so they're oh, yeah. They're doing the thing And so yet yeah, Now the Bring Brom Home guy is, He's like taking that Upon himself And I, well, good. I it's Further my belief That I think Patrick's the guy
1: Would not shock me a bit. Anyhow's number belongs in the College of Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous that he's not. It it is for sure. It's a worthy cause. To to have a standard rule like that, it's just, I mean, I don't think there's another Hall of Fame that does that, is there? I don't think so. I don't think there. I mean, there's maybe personal standards by voters for MLB or NHL and so on and so forth, but, yeah, no no one actually has that actual rule. Hey, Romeo Lankford just signed with the Utah Jazz's Exhibition 10 team. It's the guy you're holding up your business, Clark. Yeah.
0: Texas says, Trevor has gone from asking, uh, no, this, this yesterday. Texas says, I would have bet my life savings that TK asks if a new place that just opened up literally yesterday is on DoorDash yet. It's not even open right now. It's on is do- it open today? No, tomorrow is it's opening. So is it on DoorDash tomorrow? That's what you, I think that's what you asked. But yeah. Probably not. Probably not.
1: Well, I need to get, I mean, what kind of business plan is that?
0: Patrick says the bring Brom home guy likes you way more than I do. The bring 'em home guy does like me a lot.
1: I don't know. Patrick does text you a lot. He does. I like Patrick a lot,
0: but I don't know if it's. I don't know.
1: I mean, I, I mean granted, between the between Patrick and Spears, I mean, Patrick didn't like steal anything except our hearts. He said, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Him hey, man, Trey. He spit on our
1: our our love. He really did. All, at least Spears just took you know just bobblehead. Patrick cut us deep.
0: Texture says, I think the other with Satterfield is after the South Carolina dalliance. He never felt earned, at least with the other guys that left us, had actually accomplished great things and endeared themselves here. Then Satt proceeded to act shocked and frustrated that he wasn't very well liked here.
1: Where would you compare the Satterfield backlash to the South Carolina incident to Bobby Petrino and Auburn?
0: Here's the big difference between Satterfield and every other coaching situation that we've been in. In, again, in the modern era of Louisville football, every other coach before him had either won at a level that made us all be like, we got to keep him, we got to keep him, We're, we'll be crushed if he leaves us, or we've got to fire him, we've got to fire him, he sucks, get him out of here, let's bring somebody else. Satterfield's the one coach in my like lifetime as a fan that was just in that purgatory area, where it was like, you know, he's not terrible, but is he really going to be a guy that ever gets us to be 10 win good again, 11 win good again. Kind of doesn't seem like it. And so that's where the split was. I think the difference between the Petr- – I mean, Petrino did it like seven times. Also but, then, was, but then he just kept coming back here and winning games at a high level, so we're like, okay.
1: But also, was Petrino, none of the other ones are also after one year either, right? Was Petrino Auburn wasn't after the first season, was it? There was
0: somebody after the – no, it was after the second season. And then there okay. was somebody after the third season, and then he signed that big deal. Because it was Auburn twice, it was LSU once – and then the, after the third year, he signed the big deal where he was like, I, "This is where I want to be." And then he went to the Falcons.
1: But 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 Satterfield was like, "Year one, I'm teasing." No the no yeah no, no.
0: yeah it was uh, no it was after year two it was after the COVID year it was oh, twenty twenty no because that was the other thing was he was doing it after a wildly disappointing year yeah. and at a time where the athletic department was cutting costs everywhere because of COVID so that was the it was just just terrible timing but Petrino, at least he did the Kobe Bryant thing. Where like He gave us a very expensive diamond every time he came back. You know We were like, to hell with Petrino. I don't care how good he is. Get him out of here. Let's get somebody who wants to win. And then he came back, and we we're like, I'm still mad at you. And then he'd go out there, and he'd beat Miami by a bunch of points. And we're like, you know what? You're adorable again. <sighs> we love you. I like what you bring to the table. You've definitely changed. Hell, we did it like 10 years after we already fought. He, he left the first time. But then by 2018, it was like, okay, if you're not going to win games, then this isn't worth it for us. If you're going to lose at a historic level, then yeah, well, you got to go.'
1: It was it wasn't not winning. He said it right. It's losing at a historical level.
0: Yeah make no mistake about it. Satterfield, after that 2020 thing, if we had come out in 2021 and gone nine and three or 10 and two, nobody would have cared about it. Nobody would have cared about it. It would have been in the back of our minds, but we were waiting to use that whenever that team started not playing well. As evidence that he just doesn't get it, he doesn't want to be here, he's not, a, he's not a Louisville man. Not a Louisville guy. Not in his blood. And he never got to a point where he forced us to forget about that. And ultimately, I think that's why we, we're fine with going in a different direction. Texas says, I googled salad definition. It looks like TK could eat an entire pasta salad or chicken salad and, and we're golden.
1: I mean, he's not I gonna it. He's not gonna salad. It what, yeah. What, yeah. He's, he's,
0: he's he's planted his feet pretty firmly.
1: Here. Yeah, I, I I accomplished my goal. I he went through with it. That's. If, I'm sorry that some of you feel like uh, the reality isn't what meets your perspective.
0: Texas says I had to listen to yesterday's show on podcast, but I have a comment on the Nolan Smith conversation. We're gonna talk about Nolan after the break. Hmm. We'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll revisit this comment. Texas says, "I think it's a more awful punishment for Mike would be to have Brian Brom on the show than have him watch Suicide Kings."
1: It's not, even, not even a punishment. It's a good movie. I actually didn't think you would like it. It's a good. It's a, it's a good. Flag. I'll watch it before 2024. I know, hopefully we'll hope get a win by then. Texas huh.
0: says, "Do you want them to continue the Cardinal Party thing in the locker room post-victory? I want them to celebrate, but I don't think we. I mean, I don't, I don't really care about doing the whole." This the, ain't nothing but a car to party, that's all, that's all. Like, if they do, cool. If they don't want to, fine. Like, whatever.
1: My, yeah, as long as it's a win after a win, I could give two bleeps.
0: Yeah. I'm just – I'm with the kids celebrating. I know people – some people got upset when we would, you know, like we'd have these big celebrations after wins over seemingly – Small opponents, I mean, but no, no offense. But I'm fine with celebrating. The wins.
1: only difference between now and maybe 20 years ago is that you, you have cameras to see it. You don't think the, the little one celebrating after wins? Yeah, everybody in locker does rooms. That, yeah, I mean that you just don't have. We don't have the technology to see everything that's going on now that like we do today. Yeah, of course they were. I guarantee you, we little beat you know Joe Blow in 1989. Brahma and them
0: are probably celebrating in their half
1: jerseys in the locker room.
0: Texas says, "What are your guys' favorite uniform schemes? Mine is red helmet, black jersey, red pants." But the classic white on white on red is very sexy too. That's my favorite. Is the the, the classic?
1: I gotta have the white helmet with the with the the, the
0: white the, head with yeah. the with the the red cardinal bird.
1: Yeah, that's that's a given for me.
0: I like the, the I like white helmet, red tops, white pants would be my favorite. Probably i
1: I would probably lean red red top black pants. In the, in the kind with of with the, the stripe the 06, I think jerseys is the one I liked with the, like the with the kind of stripe on the shoulder the red
0: jersey with the black stripe on the shoulder black from, pants though with that kind of, I feel like you always we always look like an NC state when we do that
1: I guess but I've never been a fan of the red on red or white on white I, I, I like two, I like a two-tone jersey
0: uh, It it surprises me cuz I feel like you would go with like the the 90s nostalgic look more than anything else but we never wore black
1: well, I didn't say it was a full top jersey I want the, I want the belly showing
0: yeah. So <laughs> Same picture says which side of the ball would you like to see on the field first on Saturday on Friday and which side of the ball do you think has the best chance to succeed by starting the game on Friday I always want to see the defense first. Like I'm, I know it's it's. I'm kind of with you. It's cliche. You, the the thing is you, the, the the manly thing is like we want the ball and we want to go out there and score. It's smart to take the ball in the second half. Thank you, back. Yeah, I mean, we want the ball <laughs> and we're gonna we're
1: gonna take the ball we're and gonna we're win gonna there. score. Yeah, score win. I care what he said.
0: I like having the. I mean, I I just think it's smart to know what you need to do to start the second half to have a better understanding of of where you are at the game in the game. You know, how much do you want to push? If you have the ball, twenty-one nothing to start the second half, it's so awesome to have the, that momentum and be able to know, like, hey, just let's have some grinded out possessions, all that stuff. So, I like deferring. But do
1: we know Brom is traditionally defers or not? I, mean, I don't I know. Like, I feel like I haven't I watched, watched enough the Purdue games yet to realize it.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I didn't pay enough attention at the beginning of Purdue
1: games to really. Something tells me I don't know. I have a feeling like he wouldn't defer. Like I could see him being as an offensive guy wanting to come out and like plant his flag right off the bat.
0: I can see that. I mean, those, those were I Patrino. Could be wrong. Patrino did that for a long time until we finally yeah. we had that thing where we we'd won like 17 straight games where we had gone on defense first, where we would kicked off to start, and we were like three and nine when we got the ball first. And then finally, people were like, "Hey, Bobby, I, this may be nothing, but let's just start deferring and see what happens." And what was Bobby's reaction? I think he started doing it eventually. No, Why don't you to do an impersonation? We defer. <laughs> we would like to defer to the second half. We're going to take the ball, and we're going to score.
1: Worst Newt Rockney version of speech ever.
0: Well,
1: I I guess we'll take the ball. Yeah. And did you know hair goes into hair?
0: I, I learned that today. Take a break, When we come back. Four o'clock hour uh, is up next. We'll I love, talk a little I love, uh I love Mike Petrino. <laughs> a little more Georgia Tech, a little Nolan Smith. We'll take your text on the matter as well at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 the Big X, also on 961 FM. Junk House from South Carolina held up for the age of ten. Along with his older brother Billy and their mother and her boyfriend. Who was a triple loser with some blue tattoos that were given to him when he was young? and a drunk temple that was easy to lose. The thank I God it didn't on a gun. my show here on 1450 and 961 the big X. We're streaming on iHeart, aren't we? Somebody on Twitter says I need an easier way to listen to your show, Mike. I can't find you on iHeart. I think we're on there. I think I think Spotify's the only one we're not on. Trevor's on it. Don't worry, guys. He's gonna have it fixed by the end of the show. Don't Spotify don't, coming any day now. I, believe, I don't believe in Spotify. I think it's just a conspiracy. Spotify hosts my
1: podcast, so
0: I do believe in Spotify.
1: You just made up conspiracy. Same same by by Doctor. What, what's the doctor's name? What?
0: Gucci, Bouchy, yeah, I think Bouchy made up for Spotify. He belongs in jail, um, <laughs> right with John Spears. Second hour here of the Rutherford Show. Yeah, we are. We're talking a little John Spears today. We're, we're talking some other stuff coming up here. I, I did like really quickly this. We we love keeping tabs on the the betting line as the week goes on. And I mentioned on Tuesday when we came or Monday when we came in here, it was Louisville minus eight, minus eight and a half at some places, seven and a half at others. And yesterday it was all seven and a half. Action Network has a good gambling right up on the game for Friday, and here, here's this is just sort of the end of it. It says, Louisville's defense was outstanding last season. The Cardinals allowed only 4.8 yards per play and ranked ninth in EPA plays allowed and 5th in finishing drives allowed. The problem with Louisville, though, is it's losing quite a bit in its front seven. The Cardinals' top two defensive linemen and top three linebackers are gone. Brom did add some power five transfers to help fill the void, but the defense is going to regress toward the average this season. However, this is a great matchup for Louisville on Friday. All three projection models that we lose are showing value on the Cardinals. There are currently a couple of minus 7.5 spreads out in the market with a few books already moving Louisville up to minus 8.5. Currently, 84% of the spread money is on the Cardinals, so I'd imagine this line is going to get bet up as the week progresses. So maybe we see some movement tomorrow and Friday before the actual kickoff. I it saying, sounds like the money's coming in on the cards.
1: That ball, when that when the, the ball gets put down to get kicked up, I'm almost the lines at, at a flat eight.
0: I think you're probably right. I I am gonna stick with that. I think I think that's probably where it winds up. Here's the so we, we skipped over this text because we were doing football, but I want to get back to it now. Texture says 502-414-1450. I had to listen to yesterday's show on podcast, but I have a comment on the Nolan Smith conversation. I wasn't alive when Kenny Payne played at Louisville. But I would love nothing more than to see two guys with Louisville ties succeed here. But it's clear this isn't going to happen. We just witnessed the worst season in, in school history. And with the staff not believing in using the transfer portal, we could also see the worst recruiting class ever. And as far as as far as rankings go back. In 2016, our only commit was VJ King, and that class ranked 94th in the country, with only one three star in this class. Currently, it could drop far below ninety-four. So talking about something that we discussed with the the 2024 recruiting not seeming to be going great right now. Lot can change, but as of right now, the recruiting is is not going very well. No, so not
1: for this upcoming season the one after,
0: right? Yeah, twenty yeah, twenty four. Okay, yeah. So last night, being out and about, talked to a few people in the know who had thoughts on the Nolan Smith situation. And let me preface this: there are there are rumors out there. There are rumors relayed to me. I never put like rumors out there if I don't feel a like 99.9% confident in them. I don't feel 99.9% confident in these, so I'm not going to share. Like oh, you've, Some of you listening have probably heard similar things that are out there. I'm the one that put them out there in your name, though. It's just Trevor throwing them out there. Put them yeah, on the message board. But I'll use your name to do it. There is one thing that I feel 100% confident in saying, and this has been, you know, people are, are going back and forth on this. Some guy was like, how can you trust this truly Donovan source? Like, this is ridiculous. I feel 100% confident in saying this. The story from yesterday does not get out unless Nolan Smith wants the story out. Nolan Smith is the reason why that story got out. He's used the source before. He's gone to them several times. I think you, the source got a little frustrated with the McKenzie and Baco stuff because it was, it was misleading. You can infer whatever you want from that, why Nolan would want the story to be public. Maybe he is. Maybe it is as simple as he's trying to take the next step towards getting to the NBA, and he feels like G League is the way to make that happen. Maybe he's upset with something going on at UofL. Maybe somebody at UofL is upset with him. All I'll say definitively is the story got out yesterday because he wanted the story to get out. It's not somebody trying to sabotage him. I don't know what happens from here. I don't even know if he's a realistic candidate for this job. I don't know if he's the frontrunner for the job. I don't even know if he's a candidate, period, for the job. All I know is he's the reason why that story gets published yesterday. And fine. like Coaches will use media outlets all the time. We we saw, I mean, Bruce Pearl, remember when that story broke a couple years ago and I was like, this is his dude. This is the guy that he uses to get stories out. Yeah, He's not a serious, he has not been contacted by Louisville. I'm telling you right now, he's doing this to get a raise and he got a raise. People do this all the time. Agents do this all the time on behalf of coaches. The timing certainly seems weird. I think there's definitely something to that. I don't, I'll stand by what I said yesterday, which is if everything were going swimmingly within the U of L men's basketball program, I don't think the story gets out. I don't think this happens. I don't think this is even a, a talking point on August 30th. Y- again, you can infer what the problem is, w- w- what you think is going on, but the timing is definitely something here. And it's, uh, you know, it's, I don't know how he's going to address it. Maybe he does come out and he says, there was never any truth to this. Louisville's where I want to be. Maybe he doesn't, you know, he'll, he'll do the thing where he won't address it head on, but he'll put out a series of tweets saying, you know, this is my, I came here for a reason. I came here to do a job. The job's not done yet. Something along those lines. I think that's probably the most likely scenario is that he does stay on staff and tries to act like this this was never really a thing. But it was a thing. It, I don't know what's happened in the... Last 24 hours, I don't know if things have been. I mean, does he or, or
1: does he does he play the? You know, it was a thing, but I,
0: I my heart is with Louisville to try to. to, to he get might. I, I think it's more likely that he never really even addresses it, where he's okay. like, or he just or he says just plays something out. Like, "I want to be at Louisville." With somebody People somebody can be. talk, but yeah, this is this is where I want to be. I've never done anything besides that. Like I had a job to do, and the job's not done. I, I think if you're asking me what I think happens in all this, I think he winds up staying here, and I think he just never really addresses it and just kind of acts like it's ridiculous that it was even out there. But we'll find out. Or we don't. Who, who knows? Or maybe he's, he, he'll leave, and there'll be some fallout from that. We'll be in the market for an assistant coach, and I think we'll have to go calling after Trevor Kelsey. Would you take that job? For the G League or for the Louisville? The, the vacant Louisville assistant <laughs> spot.
1: Um, yeah, I would. And when I take over as interim coach after Payne's fired with, with some games left, I convince everybody I'm the right coach, and I bring Paget back as my top assistant to, to, to groom until he takes over for me after
0: a couple of years. I like that. Speaking of which, today, I did love, like, I had a series of, like, text message conversations going on. Like, a lot of people were texting about the, the Nolan stuff. Some people were texting about the game. In the middle of it all, I, I get a text from David Paget, and I'm like, ooh. I'm like, paget has got something. Paget wants to talk about it. Like, he's got the inside scoop here. This is where I find out, and it's a picture of – A truck hitting that overpass down by UFL's campus, and he's like, he's like, it happened again. I was like, thank you, David. I I I appreciate it. I'm like, it's still undefeated. (laughs) I don't know why. Like,
1: you're you're one of the few people that can get these references because I've been like doing my American Dad binge watching lately. I watched an episode the other night, and it was the the one I'm like, I'm in season six, I think. And it's like, it's the one where the guys at the airport keep getting the text from either Roger or Stan. He's like, Yeah, he's like, oh, My boy <laughs> Stan. This is another guy knocked being out. I'm gonna body. be so mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like I figured that I feel like you with Badge. you like, Oh, my boy badge texting me. That's this, this is another truck stuck in the another truck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn, David. I <laughs> think Roger sends them people's butts. He's like, Another knocked out guy's butt. <laughs> oh, that's one knocked out white dude
0: butt. <laughs> I watched to either last night or two nights ago. My nights get all mixed up now, but it was I had never seen this episode before and it was. Steve is like, he wants to start getting like his college transcripts together. And they're like, isn't it, aren't you? Isn't this like a little bit early for this? And He's like, no. He's like, I'm way behind. He's like, Barry's already verbally committed to Gonzaga, and he shows a picture of Barry with like a coach. and Rogers <laughs> like, you know, Coach Few is going to get the most out of him. And I was like, this. Is like, I was like, what a great reference. Like, how many people watching this show know have any idea what he's talking about there?
1: That is that has been newer. Yeah, it I'm, was from 2017. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. even near there. Like i just, I think I stopped watching around like about where I'm at like now, season like six or seven. So this is about to be like all new, new, new ground for me. Are you because it's like twenty five seasons now? Oh, I know, I know. Like the one I watched that one day I texted you where they were in Philadelphia with the Eagles references. I was like, this is, I mean, it's hilarious still, but I just haven't That's caught up life. with it. Yeah, now, oh, I, I love the Principal Smith. By the way, he might be my my favorite. been Roger, two my favorites. Well, it's not Principal Smith, is it's it? Principal
0: Lewis. Principal I'm Smith?
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: He's not in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for I know you love doing this when we get the season. It's the first time we get to do this in 2023. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm, when my, I'm when my Preseason bowl projection. Ah, bowl. Let's see where we might be going bowl. Pinstripe? If there's are, are, pin, we go, are we going if there's to, another pinstripe in here this year I'm going to throw the computer Are we
1: away. going to Yankee Stadium or Fenway this year? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs>
0: Hopefully neither, neither. Wrigley? Are you ready? What baseball stadium are we playing Are you ready ball? for the ball projections? Like the DX theme song. You ready? I'm ready. ESPN only one set of bowl projections this year. They're, they're not doing the double duty thing. No, lazy. They've got Louisville taking on SMU in the Military Bowl, boo. December twenty seventh, <laughs> two o'clock. Let's well, say on pinstripe. They went to military. Future. Well, we played in the Military Bowl a couple years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Or no, we played in the Armed Forces Bowl. No, Armed Forces. Are you talking about the Mississippi State game?
1: That was Air Force. Yeah. Oh, oh, the one we got blown out in. Yeah. Music City was was Mississippi State. Okay, you're
0: right. You're right. You're right. Louisville SMU potentially a future ACC rivalry. That's that still could not be, worth yeah. it. Uh, the, oh, I think there is another ESPN projection. The, the second ESPN projection has Louisville playing Washington State. You never played them in basketball. Did you know that? I did not know that. In the Sun Bowl on December 29th. CBS. I would take that. Yeah, It would be a good season. you would be 7-5, and 8-4. and four, Somewhere in there. I would take that. Action Network. We've already mentioned this preview before when it came out because it was a couple weeks old. Brett McMurphy has Louisville playing Auburn in the uh, Tax Slater Gator Bowl. I mean, that's the one you want, right? Well, I want the I want the playoff. Well, short that's of the, what I'm short of the playoff. Obviously. Well, then I want the Orange Bowl. Well, I'm not settling because it's the, like the, yeah, it's
1: like talking to Spears at the store. I want this. <laughs> I want
0: that. Just take it. Jerry Palm of CBS has Louisville playing UCLA in the Sun Bowl as well, December 29th. On ESPN. You, I know you like the Sun Bowl. I like the Sun Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, although I, I just I'm just not realizing it's on the ESPN now. It's not on CBS. Oh yeah, Good can off. I didn't even pick that up. No, I kind of hate it. The <laughs> College Football News has Louisville playing Oregon State in the Sun Bowl, December 29th. We
1: haven't played Oregon. We, we haven't played them since we, we beat them those back to Or that beat them that year. Uh, no six, I want
0: to say. They it? beat us in 2011.
1: That was That was the the fumble at the goal line. Adam Froman. Yeah. And then next year we we smoked them. That's twenty ten. I think. And then the next year we blew them out with the uh, Euridian Company, wasn't it? No, you're you're, you're getting. Your,
0: we blew them out with Euridian Company in 2005, and then okay. we played them in 2010 with Adam from when we lost. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, Mario was long gone by 2010.
1: Because the year we beat them, I think I want to say they had Derek Anderson as their
0: quarterback. The- I, I remember being nervous about that game because so it was 05. We were. Preseason, it was our first year in the Big East. We were like preseason favorites in the Big East. But it wasn't. It was week two, wasn't it? It was week two, and we'd looked yeah. really bad against Kentucky in week one. It was the Andre yeah. Woodson fumble at the goal line game, mm-hmm. and I was like, so I, like Oregon State coming to town, they they've been on a good run. I was very nervous about it, team. and then we just beat the absolute. I, I went to the game with Danny and his, his family, and like we beat the absolute crap out of them. His dad's making fun of us for being nervous, and I remember that was the first time we saw Hunter Cantwell. He came in at the end of the game and threw a just. Dart deep ball to Mario Rudia for a touchdown, and I was like, "Who is this walk-on, and how is he throwing the ball 65 yards on a line?" And uh, that was that was Hunter.
1: I watched that game from a TV in the the, in the rec room of an Indiana dorm dorm building. Well, we all have stories. And then I watched it. Got got dirty looks as I cheered loudly for Louisville. And then me and the girls, dating time, went and watched uh,
0: Indiana Kentucky play for the last time ever. Core one out. Twenty four seven sports. Are you ready for this? Here you go. I'm ready 24 The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Ah, bad boys for life. Louisville versus Maryland, December 28th, 2.15 p.m. on ESPN. That'd be a wrenchy, wrenchy game. Athlon also has Louisville in the Pinstripe Bowl playing Nebraska at Yankee Stadium. You know you love the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, not really. College World Network has Louisville playing Auburn in the Dukes Mayo Bowl. <laughs> I don't want to be
1: in that one just because I don't want to see Brom get hit with Mayo.
0: Sporting News has Louisville playing Oregon in the Sun Bowl. That would be a sexy matchup. That would be a nice one. Have, have we ever played Oregon? I mean, in
1: football? I don't think we have. No, I know Basketball, we have. but Basketball, I always like forget that game. Well, I try to forget the Fred Jones back dunk game, yeah. Joey Harrington in the, the student section. <laughs> I just remember Fred Jones just dunking all over us. Killed us. It was, I think that was
0: Patino's first loss.
1: The, the worst thing about that game was when the Pacers drafted Jones later that year, I was like, ooh,
0: that guy's good. No. <laughs> it was just a that game. <laughs> You're like me. If a dude lights a up in college basketball, I'm like, I can't believe this guy's a second-round pick. He's incredible. <laughs> and then I mean, he just winds up not
1: Oh, we got it. him in late first round because that was when the Pacers were in their prime. They were doing well at the time. And I was like, he was like, an addition. Was like this guy could be a nice little so guard off our bench. Yeah, I mean, no. the like second season they went to Toronto or something. Alright,
0: and the last one here. Last one. Bleacher report has a lot playing, of predictions. Lillard has Louisville playing Oregon State in the Sun Bowl. It's not really a lot, we just talk after all of them, so <laughs> it feels like a lot. So if you're keeping track at home, five Sun Bowl predictions, two pinstripe bowl predictions, one Gator Bowl, one mayo bowl, one military bowl. One happy fan base. So that's 10 total bowl projections. Half of them have us playing in the Sun Bowl. I would take the Sun Bowl.
1: I guess I'd take the Sun Bowl. Now, that is now. if we decide on the bowl. I want more. Sun Bowl's in, like, Texas, right? Sun Bowl's in El Paso, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> New York City. Uh, the So who's our favorite Sun Bowl opponent, then? Oregon. Oregon?
0: Yeah. I'm okay with it. Well, Auburn was one of those, too, wasn't they? Auburn's in the Gator Bowl or the Mayer oh, Bowl. Never mind, never mind. So I wouldn't mind beating Auburn. But yeah, Sun Bowl's Pac-12 versus ACC. Gator Bowls, ACC versus SEC. Yeah, but with, with all the, the moving
1: Bowl. around, I can't remember who's in what conference anymore.
0: Well, Auburn's not in the Pac 12. Right?
1: <laughs> now. Letting you know that.
0: <laughs> they might, might maybe the Pac 12 was see them and just take it because they want it. Obviously, we we want more. I want it all, Jan. I want the picket fence, the catch up <laughs> fights. That was on. I watched that one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes back
1: to her. And he's, my like, hey, what? <laughs> point was just too big. I mean, too much.
0: <laughs> we all want the playoff. We all want the Orange Bowl. We all playoff. want uh, New Year Six. But if we can't get it, Sun Bowl is is near the top of those, those like tier one games that you'd still want.
1: Now Sun Bowl was our first ever bowl in, in uh, football game, right? No, it was, no, like it was one, Pasadena. Yeah, yeah,
0: Pasadena Bowl. Pasadena Bowl. Was the I was first. thinking it was Sun Bowl for some reason. I don't know why. Because <laughs> you were wrong. That's the answer.
1: <laughs> wow. put a little
0: in-depth into that. Okay. Man. I don't want the Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't ball. want the Birmingham Bowl. I don't want the Military Bowl. Well, I definitely I don't, want don't want the Fenway Bowl again.
1: Well, where's the Military Bowl again? That's in New York, right? The so, Military Bowl, no. I don't know. I know pinstripes, yeah, I don't want to go to New York again. I don't want... I, don't I, would, want, like, I would like the Pop-Tart Bowl. I don't want to go to Birmingham. No, no. one does. Sorry, Art. Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, El Paso
0: would be bad. I mean, it's Texas, but... People wouldn't make the trip, but it'd be a good watch. It's a good time. December 29th. I like that little sweet spot between Christmas and New Year's. If you can't play on actual Christmas Day, it's nice to have something to look forward to during that week. It Kind of makes wait, it still wait. feel like the holidays are still. Well, remind going. me when the basketball game again is scheduled again. That's December twenty-first before Christmas this year.
1: Okay, so we're okay on that.
0: Okay. Yeah, we there's no there's no chance of a conflict this year. There are no ACC bowl times. The earliest ACC game this year is December twenty-second. Which didn't we play like December sixteenth last year? We played so early in that Fenway Bowl. So maybe.
1: Well, who would? I wonder if we have a basketball game on that. Uh,
0: on that some bowl date. Well, I mean... We don't know yet, though, do we? I think we know the non-conference schedule, but I don't... Yeah. If we do, it, it's going to be a conference game. That'd be borderline. Well, it could be either one. Sometimes, yeah, we'll start... Yeah. We're starting conference games, I think, in late December this year. We exactly. may have one early December 10th, like we did last year, because we have, like, 50 of them. Yeah, we usually play, like, two or... Th- if not three, at least two before the year turns around. Yeah, Louisville-Cincinnati last year was December 17th. Hmm. Way too early. But... It did give us a chance to turn the page to the Braum era even faster, which made me happy. All right, 502-414-1450. We'll take a few texts here before we uh, we break. Text says, Mike, that seal brought out the Jim Rome in you. That's how I know you're serious. Did I get a little Rome? Did you talk syllables? It? What? Were you going into syllable talk? I don't know about the seal. Maybe he's a good seal. Maybe he's a bad seal. I don't know. I don't care. All I can tell you is Toby needs to be clubbed. Is that good?
1: Like the University of Miami's football program. He needs to be put down. <laughs> remember he's, he's very adamant against the Miami football program.
0: <laughs> Texas says, I was just in one of the parks off River Road and a helicopter landed there. The weird vibes continue. What, did anybody get off of it? That is a weird thing. Like, like an actual helicopter? Like a like a giant helicopter? In a park off River Road like Thurman Hutchins? Like Helicopters shouldn't be landing there. I don't think that's legal, right? I don't <laughs> Did you think about
1: it. I, there's no way. I don't know. That's, there's there's got to be, like, restricted airspace and stuff like that, right? That's very strange. I can't fly my drone over Wagner, but you can land a helicopter in a river. river Do we river. have
0: a drone update, by the way?
1: Uh, yeah, I got the battery charged, but I, I keep forgetting to take Well, by the time I got home last night, it was kind of slightly dark. So I need to get it on a daylight time. I'm starting to think this first flight's not going to happen, Elon. Nobody <laughs> Maybe I should just, oh, 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 Mr. Carter. I got an idea. I got a good idea. Is he at the golf scramble? I'm going to take the golf scramble. I like that idea. Yeah, it's look at it. It's definitely
0: going to get broken within the first 10 minutes. Oh, it won't make it to the ninth hole, <laughs> but I mean. I would love if I but hit can the drone <laughs> with a golf ball. <laughs> you hit
1: my drone with a golf ball. I'm kidnapping the the, the bobblehead back. <laughs>
0: I just like the purest six iron of my life on a par three drills your drone. I'm so pissed.
1: <laughs> Imagine the footage of that though. If it, well, I don't uh, know, you, know if see, you get it. You see the footage? Swinging. <laughs> Next thing you swinging? say, man, that looks like it's coming pretty close. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> And then and you get mad because you're like, that looked like a hole in one, and it just drops dead in the in the, in the fairway. Market one, TJ. It's going in. <laughs> Do you count that as a, as a stroke if it hits a drone? I don't,
0: I don't know <laughs> what the, the, the protocol is for drone hits <laughs> on the course. We'll try to avoid it trying to make that happen. But I do think it's a good idea. My issue is I don't think you're going to have any idea how to work this thing by the time you get out there on Friday. If it hasn't happened yet, I don't think it's going to happen. You're not going to take me that long. It's a remote control. I know how to fly. You're going to bring the thing to the course. You're going to ask everybody around to help you when you can't figure out how to get it going. That's exactly what's going to happen. And then it's going to break within 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) You have so little confidence in me. No.
0: In this particular – yes, I do.
1: No, you can take, take I'm not I'm not
0: the kitty pain of drones. Okay, this is gonna work. All right. Texas says, Yes, Spears is a UK fan and a Boston Celtics fan. Just go beat him in golf and decorate the studio with U of L and Lakers stuff. Well right. then he's just gonna keep taking it. Now I'm kinda
1: glad I keep my office door locked because I've got that really cool post. It's his uh
0: don't let don't say it out loud. He's gonna take it.
1: It's 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 in black it's a really cool old school bird. Uh, Parrish and Mikhail posters
0: says "Road Excellence" on it. I also think that like, I, I'm now thinking of the office where they go to Benny Hana. He did. Is that why he stole? The Michael bird? Scott. Michael Scott's like, it's. I want some steaks. It's family style here. Like Leeds and Jim's like, no, it's not. It's not a family style office. You can't just take everything from everybody. <laughs> is, so is that why he stole the Dugan's Larry Bird posters? Probably. There's one Larry Bird poster down here. On the floor. He's probably just wait. I guess he didn't have enough hands today to take all of them. No, he just didn't see it down there. The baby dream team poster is gone from out there. The framed baby dream team poster.
1: Dugan, that's your stuff, buddy. He's Dugan.
0: claiming Dugan told him it was okay. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. Dugan never told me it was just a free for all in here. No. I'm taking a little Howard yesterday.
1: I'm just going to start taking the pictures of Dugan with celebrities.
0: Yeah, I, want, I need Dugan with LeBron. LeBron looking like he's like, "What? Who is? what's going on? Or and Dugan old, just looking so one, happy. Or
1: the where he's just trying to tell him to turn around for the picture. And he's it's, just, it's, they snap the picture. <laughs> and he says, Ollie's oh, like looking the other way, and Dugan's just pointing at the camera like two hours up. <laughs> it's a great picture. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
0: Texture says, this bobblehead conversation sounds like you two forgot you were on the air, LOL. Uh, it's nuts. It's, how you? Here at the X, everything goes, right? Dugan has confirmed via text that he did not say this to John Spears. He did not tell him to just it. take whatever he wants. That was what Spears said. Check the tape. He said today, Dugan said, when they move out, it's all. Which, first of all, the, the conversation. He says
1: it in third person in the text, by the way. Yeah,
0: he <laughs> explained, Spears explained it, that Dugan told him when we move studios, he can just take whatever he wants. We haven't moved studios. And, yeah, we, we, and Spears <laughs> is still just taking whatever he wants. Good boy. The quote, I saw it, I liked it, I took it. Who does this guy think he is?
1: I'm just going to show up at his house with that same mindset.
0: I'm just going to walk in and like, hey, John,
1: don't, m- don't mind me. I just
0: love this recliner. I've worked at four different Louisville radio stations, which means, you know, working in radio, you work with some of the most self-centered sociopaths in the entire city. None of them have ever just just taken. Well, not literally. Bobbleheads. Well, that was seven ninety, just not giving him back more than just, just taking him. Spears just, just took it. Just thinks he can just do whatever he wants.
1: Makes you wonder how, much, how, many, how many people didn't get their mail because of John back in the day. Like He just sees a letter. He's like, hmm, I think I'll just take this. He's
0: definitely a porch pirate. Gives <laughs> me big-time porch pirate. There,
1: there's a section of a neighborhood that never has once got
0: a value pack coupon deal. He's just walking, he's just driving around sees an Amazon package on somebody's porch. Like, ah, that looks good. He's got stacks of SI swimsuit episodes, issues that no one received because he just decided to keep them. When is Marty Polio going to do something about John Spears? <laughs> is my question. Come on, Marty.
1: I mean, I mean, is John the behind the, the bus short the bus delays?
0: Wouldn't put it past
1: him. Wouldn't put he, it past him at all. He want, he want, he wanted he wanted the uh, he wanted something, so he took it and it caused a delay.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds like something he'd do. All right, let's take a break when we come back. Uh, more of you on the text line at 502-414-1450. Nolan Smith talk football talk. Spears is the devil talk. All that coming your way here on the Mike Rutherford Show. 1450-961, the, the big X. He's the devil. Devil. Boy, yeah. he turned around and put the lock on the door. He looked dead into the boyfriend's eye. His mother was a ghost, too upset to cry. Then he took a step told the man- Hey, look at me,
1: it's, just, it's, just, um, it's what the Shuffle said. Random Shuffle Wednesday. Random Shuffle Wednesday, and they came up with the Shins, which is, yeah, this is the only song I have there is on my list, though. So. Yeah, I think you. This, this is a simple song, right? Yeah, probably, yeah not fair, i probably my favorite. Played it a couple times. Uh, it's been a while, but yes, I have played it before. By the way, you, you, know, you can apologize to me now if you like. I'm L- sorry. Louisville's first bowl game, 1958, Sun Bowl. Was it really? Was it the one we tied? Yeah, no, we beat Drake 34 to 20. The tie, I think, was Pasadena Bowl. The San Jose State, we tied, I think? Uh, no, it was, yeah, Pasadena Bowl. I remember who it was, but yeah, it was Pasadena Bowl. I think it was San Jose State. Fact check me on that. You might be right. You're going you
0: oh, you to you make
1: sure you look it up? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to see what you said. Um,. What year I say that was? Yeah, it was.
0: I'm right. 70, Pasadena Bowl, Long Beach State. Yeah, no, Long Beach State. But you were correct. You Sun said, Bowl you versus said San Jose, though, I think, didn't you? Oh, you're right. God, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong twice. Long Beach State tied 24-24.
1: Pasadena Bowl. And then we beat Drake in 1958 to win the Sun Bowl Suck in it, El Drake. Paso. So El
0: Paso, the Sun Bowl's been there since 1958. Sun Bowl's been around for a long time. That's insane, man. And it's still the Sun Bowl, right? Yeah. We don't need no... Stinking sponsors, although I think they do have a sponsor now. But it's just, the name is still the name. It's still the Sun Bowl. Do you want to take a wild guess the first Sun Bowl played was?
1: (sighs) It couldn't have been that much earlier. 1938. You're actually close, 35. When the El Paso All-Stars beat Ranger Texas 25-21 in front of 3,000 people. Classic matchup. Harden Simmons and New Mexico A&M were the next year. (laughs) Good Lord. Martin Simmons won it like three years in a row. I mean, Rose Bowl is the only one's got to be older, right? When's the Rose Bowl's first year? Rose Bowl's been around for a long time too. If, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, first year of Rose Bowl was 1902. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's that's got to be the. old. That, there's no way there's a bowl older than Rose Bowl.
0: No, and, so and that's the granddaddy of them all, right? It's the granddaddy of them all. But it's, also, like it, at the very beginning, it was like in, it was like a matchup. It was just like the East-West football game. Okay, well, yeah. The very first Rose Bowl was, I don't know how this happened, 11-0 Michigan walloped 3-1 Stanford, 49 to nothing. I don't know how Michigan played three times as many games as Stanford, but <laughs> they did, and they, they reaped the benefits of that extra experience with a 49 nothing victory as Fielding Yost, his team, dominated Stanford, the champions of the West. I guess Michigan would be champions of the East, even though that's, that seems wrong. Their fight songs says Champions of the West. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton text line. At the top of the next hour, I want to talk about Brent Key, the Georgia Tech head coach, his comments about U L during his media availability yesterday. I've got a couple other quick, quirky stories to get to, but text line's popping. Let's get to you guys. 502-414-1450. That's a Jack Harlow reference. Just popping? The text line's popping. Sure. is that a song? What's popping? Yeah. The text line. Yeah. Texas Nolan Smith's biggest accomplishment at UofL was indirectly pissing off U.K. fans by leaving an assistant coach vacancy at Duke so they could hire Jay Lucas. That's a good text. This is like a little legacy in the end. He, he Hey, he found a way to make U.K. fans mad. That's more than anybody else associated with UofL basketball has been able to do so far. I mean, Kenny Payne got a damn standing ovation at Rupert Arena last year.
1: By the way, you really have given up. The Giants and the Reds are playing right now. You haven't even mentioned oh, I'm it. well aware of that they're playing. I,
0: I wish you'd have told me I left Hunter Green on my bench. So last night, start him. last night was the first night I kept up with the score a little bit. But last night was the first night in—I mean, pr- maybe the entire season—where like I've been at home, I haven't been working or anything, and I'm not out for like a party or something. Like where I just didn't watch the game, didn't watch the second of the game, didn't didn't have it on any sort of device. And then I, I see more in the seventh and eighth that we're getting no hit. And so I do, I flip it on at the very end of the eighth. I watch the Giants bat in the, the bottom of the eighth, and then I watch us hit in the, the top of the ninth. And I do see like Spencer Steer hits the double with two outs. And I got, I'm like, we're back, baby. I text our friend. I'm like, it's so depressing that this is what we're getting excited about now is not getting no hit by the Giants who just own us. Uh, they clinched the series last night, but it, it, it was an it, it embarrassing. I mean, they're done. Like the young guys are just tired. The pitchers are tired. T- Abbott looks dead. Williamson looks a little bit dead. McLean being hurt sucks. India I don't think is going to come back. is probably not going to come back. Like they're just The Alejo-Lopez call-up did not shockingly inspire the team last night and propel them to victory in San Francisco. It didn't? It didn't. They, they did not look like they had a whole lot of life after that, and I don't have a whole lot of hope. I just They got us to football. That's all I can say. They got us to football. They gave me something to do the entire summer, and I, I appreciate that. I think when I look back, as disappointed as I am right now, as mad at Nick Kroll as I am right now for not doing more at the trade deadline, I think when all said and done, and we have a little bit of time between us, I think I'll look back and say thank you for those, those four months when I had nothing else to, to watch and be happy about. You got us to football. We should feel better. We lost to the Nationals. Well, We got swept by the Nationals, which is when I pushed the panic button.
1: Here's the thing. We've got one more, and we being Toronto, has one more game against Washington, and then we have a three-game set versus Colorado, a three-game set versus the A's, and three-game set versus the Royals. We literally played nine straight games against the three worst teams in Major League Baseball. There's no way we can't come away with at least eight wins in this, right? You would think you have to because we're two and a half out of the wild card right now. Like we're 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 like we're the fading between the AL West team. I was sitting here talking about how we were gonna get kind of screwed by the AL East. The AL West is gonna end up screwing us because their three teams are gonna they're gonna get one division winner and the other two are gonna get wild cards. And Tampa with their 90 wins is gonna get the other wild card. Well, yeah, I mean they have 90 wins now. Yeah, we're gonna. We're baseball's we're, done. Baseball's over. Oh, uh, by, here's an interesting thing. Just to, just to, coming back real quick. I mentioned Sun Bowl 1935. Yeah, that was also the year introduced the Orange Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. So they all three have been around since 1935. Interesting. The Cotton Bowl 1937.
0: Do you feel like I always feel like the Cotton Bowl thinks that it's it, it's, it's older. Like, no, I think they think that they deserve – they they should have had a spot at the table. They got yeah. left out of the BCS.
1: Cotton, yeah. The Cotton Bowl is kind of like what. The hell? They are kind of the stepchild, a little bit of it, yeah, because
0: they always felt... I mean, when, when you talk about the Sun Bowl, I might have more reason to argue than that, but... The Cotton Bowl's the, the rich girl with, with, you know, the hot girl with rich parents who still doesn't get invited to the party, and they're like, what am I, not, what am I doing wrong? Yeah,
1: I want to be... Uh, they got bumped for the Fiesta Bowl, which came around in 71. I deserve
0: to be on that that email, that text group. Other older bowls before that, Gator Bowl 45? It's like Pop-Tart Bowl, what the hell? <laughs> Liberty Bowl's been 59. The San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with the Poinsettia Bowl? I like the Poinsettia Bowl. I, just, I did not like the sponsor name when it was that. <laughs> Pop Chars Bowl came around in 90. <laughs> when it's just now, this is the first year it's actually been. The I know. It's bowl. Originally it was the, the Cheez It Bowl before it.
1: Uh, originally the Camping World. Oh no, it's Camping World Stadium. What was the original? The Blockbuster Bowl, yeah. God.
0: So Sun, it was love. originally
1: Sunshine Classic,
0: then Blockbuster Bowl. How do we never have a Red Giraffe Bowl? What was your go-to video rental? Place oh, Red Giraffe, man! Yeah, I, Red Giraffe was so much better than Road Runner. I mean, I went to so re- much. Road was just slumming it. Well, Roadrunner only got my business when I was going to squeeze play. You've got two copies of Home Alone two. This is a this is ridiculous. <laughs> I may as well be at Family Video. I may go to the Kroger Video.
1: Hey, now don't don't mock. I've rented many movies from Kroger's. I,
0: I Kroger Video was my go-to for wrestling.
1: The, the, the thing was, was that like I didn't have Red Giraffe
0: was just. A, a palace.
1: Red Giraffe, though, was kind
0: of like... It was It was it like, was a palace. I
1: don't know if it was a palace, but it was like that... It was a palace. It was like that out-of-town girl that you didn't get to see, because I didn't live near a Red Giraffe, really. The closest one, I think, was Shelbyville Road. So, like, I would ride my bike to Roadrunner over in Westport, which is now, I think, a CBC, um, Kroger, or there was a video store... CBC. A CBC CBS, I'm sorry. Um, and there was a Valvoline on Westport Road behind that used to be a video store as yep. well. right? Like, um, that was like my first video store I used to go to. That's where I got my wrestling tapes. But that was uh, yeah, those are like my three. But Red Giraffe was on Chevrolet Road, which is a little too far from my bike. But when like you know we'd go like I get to go to Toys R Us or get to go to Allied or something, and my grandpa we'd go to uh, Moby Dick and get some food, and I'd get to go to Red Giraffe and we would do that like and that was like the that was like the, was, like, the I was like going out of town. I was like be you know on vacation because it was like a different world like you said. It was it was the best. World. It was it was awesome. It was like all new stuff. Like I didn't. I'd, Oh, we don't have this movie there. We don't have that movie there, you know. It was it was great. There was nothing kids, I don't know. I don't can you describe the feeling of going to
0: a new video store and seeing the videos are no, nice. It was incredible. It was oh, the, yeah, it was so the, awesome. It was the best you could I mean, it was like our treat if you were like a good kid on Saturday morning at something. Like you're well behaved in church or well behaved at practice or well behaved at whatever, like you got treated with an afternoon trip to Red Giraffe.
1: Mine was Friday after school if I did, if I didn't get in trouble at school and I got all my homework done, I get to get two movies on Friday night for the weekend. It was the best. I'd always get like a comedy and I'd always get a wrestling video. Like, my, was my go to. Loved it. Oh, man. I, I think once that, when, set, when my, my grandmother quit doing that, that, that deal is when I started going downhill in school.
0: When I played at St. Matthews back in the I, I think now they have like, they do like the, like every other little league where they have real teams, like the Giants versus the Reds and all this stuff. Like, we, when I played, it was. on like, baseball, right?
1: Yeah. Same, okay. at St. Matthews.
0: Yeah. Little yeah baseball. Just make sure yeah. When we played, it was only. Your team name was your sponsor, so like like Red Giraffe had a team, and I always felt bad beating them if we if we did because I loved Red Giraffe that much. <laughs> I wanted to take it easy on them. We were when I was nine. We were Nans and Kraft, and we were we won the whole championship. We were incredible. Last year we were champions of baseball. I was also not, won the
1: I was never got to be old enough to work at a Red Giraffe or a Red Road Roadrunner. Red Giraffe
0: was that was. I mean, I was like. <laughs> I'm Red giraffe right. was Armageddon. Roadrunner was deep. And I always
1: think of Roadrunner. I can't help but think. But the, uh, do you remember the, the Fox Kids Club? Yeah, of course. And I don't remember what her name, they had a girl that was on there. She, I think she was like, she was local here. Like they had on there. And she, there was like just a commercial. Where she had his pencil. She's like, Roadrunner video. Wow. What a difference. <laughs> and she's just saying, like, I will never forget that. I don't know who this girl is. I she's like my age. But she's just, she's, I remember holding a pencil. Like, Roadrunner video. Wow, what a difference!
0: <laughs> on a completely unrelated note, somebody sent this in, and like I didn't really. Somebody sent it on Twitter. So one of the most listened to podcasts, and like you know, if you go to top podcasts any day of any week, this Crime Junkies podcast is these two uh, women. It's gonna be like in the top five, and the latest episode they have this whole thing where it's this guy who's from Southern Indiana. His body may or may not have burned in, in this this house fire, and Ooh. they can't figure out if he actually did die or if he. He purposely set it up to try to get the insurance money for his wife and all this stuff. It's an interesting story, but they do reference a story that my dad wrote. They're like, according to the Glenn Rutherford of the, Rutherford? Of the Courier <laughs> Journal, and I'm like, it's cool that he got a shout out. They butchered his last name though, but it was. A,
1: I don't know even if I would pronounce it Rutherford. When Rutherford.
0: I the the, the I amount. I guess of, maybe the amount of ways that people screwed up my last name growing up just blew my mind. It's I mean, not I, that tough. Rutherford. I got a lot. <laughs> Rutherford Ford I would get every now and then. I got a Weatherford one time in the paper that caused my dad to call the paper. He's like – my dad, because my dad worked for the Courier for a long time, and he got fed up with the the management after the Bingham sold it like everybody else who gets fed up with the Courier. And he went – he'd written for the Louisville Times and the Courier, and he ended up writing for the Herald-Leader for a a little bit and then, of course, founded his own business, then went and wrote for the record. But he – I remember one time they had my name after like a Little League All-Star game as the winning pitcher is Mike Weatherford, and he calls and he's like he's airing he's basically airing his whole grievances about the paper. He's like, "This is why no one's reading your damn paper anymore." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, it's fine, Dad." I was like, "I don't care that much."
1: Were we still putting were, were, were we still doing the, the the score the score recaps in the paper for Little League Basketball Magic the League when you were there? I
0: remember it was always in the neighborhood section on yeah, Wednesday. That's what we did. Because I would get so excited, and I was like, "My uncle would have to write that up. We'd
1: write that up, and he'd have to send it in."
0: I because if if I had a really good game, because they didn't cover all the games, like, it was wow. like a specific amount of it was
1: being hell, but and okay. so I would feel
0: so. If I scored like sixteen points in a, in a in a basketball game, and they didn't cover it that week, I was like, "Oh no!" And then I ended the next week, and it's like I scored four. And it's like Eric Wanning scored eight, 18 points, and Mark Brom scored ten points. I'm like, no!
1: I think a lot of times we we mostly put the like the eight nine ten year old games in there more than anything.
0: I looked forward to because they were the it. kids that want to
1: see their name in oh the paper my God. the most.
0: I, I mean, Wednesdays when I would get home from school, the first thing I was doing was going to the neighborhoods and seeing it. And cut, every time I was in it, I would cut it out. I would put it on my little bulletin oh, board. Oh, I
1: was the same way. I was yeah.
0: I, mean, I remember too, like when because All Stars, you would get your box score was in like the the, the real like the sports section for the Courier. But only if you you know, if you had like a extra base hit or you pitched. So if I was playing an All Star game and I, I would, if I hit a ball in the gap, as I'm rounding first, I'm literally like, Oh, I'm in the paper tomorrow, baby. Like paper, 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 get that double. It was such a good feeling.
1: I remember one time I, there and I, was, so mad. I was like, wait, well, you should have done I told you I was
0: going up in the game. Maybe you
1: would have gotten your name in the
0: paper. I'm like, oh. I'm surprised you weren't like Trevor Kelsey, had thirty five <laughs> points and fifteen rebounds. That's no, the close no, one. Twenty eight to fourteen. It's I, like, think, how I, aver- this I add- think I averaged
1: up? like eight points a game. No, I'm just saying I'm I'm
0: surprised. I'm surprised. you just didn't like write up your own fake stats.
1: No, no, no. I didn't I didn't help add with that until I, later on, like when you were in there. But when I was actually playing I didn't get to I didn't get a didn't get it didn't, didn't, didn't get a
0: vote on it. You should have. Now,
1: did you play St. Matthews All-Stars for basketball as well? or just for Only baseball? one
0: year. Okay. Only one year. The, the first year, I was on the All-Stars. But I I was, like, young. It was, like, the 9- and 10-year-old All-Star team, and I was a 9-year-old. So, like, I, I barely Who's your there? coach? Uh, Myron Whitaker. Okay. So, okay, you played for Myron's teams. Myron was my coach for... you. Were you on the team
1: when we, be, when we beat the, the, the Bender, Brandon Bender J-Town team? Was that, I can't remember if
0: you all the same age or not. I know we played out at Fern Creek. We played Fern Creek at J-Town is where we both played every and year. And I know we... I think we lost to the Hoptown Hoyas. I remember that. Okay, I can't remember because I don't remember the
1: age. My one of Myron's team went out, and the the Jtown team would, was running their mouth, and Bender was
0: all he was already like six foot something. I mean, you that would have been when they were older because Bender's like four years older than I am. He was, okay. he was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. So you're, so Jordan's older than Jordan you, is one year. Jordan and I graduated the same year, but he was like one year ahead of me. But he also played up in basketball. Like he he when he was like eight, he played with ten year olds. Right. He yeah. was he was really good, but yeah. we played on the same all star team. Like, so when he was twelve for baseball, I was eleven, and oh, Myron okay. was the coach too of our all star team. But yeah, I was always younger than he we was. We upset.
1: He did he did a hack of bender on him. I remember, and that mean and that just just watching the J town Optimist people just so pissed that we beat him. Brilliant. We oh we were hated out there because we would always go out and just dominate. Right. And I just remember Bender being bit his dad being so mad like we're just gonna take him out of J town like. <laughs> The weird thing is, yeah, it's like
0: nothing ever. like It should have been a sign of everything in the future, but yeah. Texas (laughs) says the Sun Bowl was actually the first bowl. Well, I think the Rose Bowl was. Didn't we establish that?
1: No, I think he was referring to
0: our first first bowl. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor was right.
1: No, I saw that. That's actually what made me go look that up because I saw that text. I was like, really? And that's when I discovered the Sun Bowl was 58, yeah.
0: Texas says if we beat Georgia Tech, it'll be the first opening win versus a Power 5 opponent since 2017. I mean, we... Miami, right? No, 2017 was was Purdue. Miami was
1: 2014.
0: Oh, okay. we time flies, man. Yeah, I mean, we lost... Let's see. Syracuse last year. <laughs> Purdue wasn't even very good. Got beat win. badly. Ole Miss two years ago. Got beat badly. The COVID year, we played Western in the first game, 2020. 19, we played Notre Dame and got beat. 2018, we played Western. Or it was, it was we played Western or whoever the other walkover opponent was. Indiana in week State one. or something. Yeah, something like that. And we... We won.
1: No, we played them for years. 2017,
0: we beat Purdue. 2016, we beat Charlotte. 2015, we lost to Auburn. Let's not
1: forget that Purdue game was one that
0: I mean, we were thinking we we
1: were going to blow them out, and then we and
0: we lost Jair. It felt like a loss. Yeah, I agree. 2014 was who played the first game of 2014? Uh, It was Miami, what I just said.
1: Yeah, you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: once you get back to like. Once you get to 2007, it's just – Kentucky or 2006, it's Kentucky every year.
1: And even when it wasn't Kentucky before – because we started playing Kentucky in 94. And then when even when it wasn't the first game, those rare years, that was when we were playing, yeah, like Missouri. or not Well, that Missouri, didn't but, start
0: until – yeah, the the, the um, 07 was the first time we they playing. moved it to third. We played New Mexico State that one year. We established, I think it was like 90 – whatever it was, 2001. And then, now,
1: if you want to go back, we played what would be considered Power 5 conference teams, like all pretty much Snellberg's tenure, but boy, it didn't turn out
0: too well. We haven't had a really big, like season opening win. Probably, I mean, the Purdue game was we were expected to win by more than we did. Yeah, I wouldn't. Twenty fourteen Miami's probably the last time where we had a real like, just euphoric, national splash week one victory. The Charlotte game we got a lot of attention because Lamar had fifteen touchdowns in the first half. But yeah. it was Charlotte. They were terrible. I mean, um, the Miami fourteen might be
1: our biggest week one win in school history.
0: Probably. I mean, the, the the 6 team, Kentucky team that we beat was pretty good when we when Michael Bush got hurt. We beat him by 31. But besides that, like, since then, you know, it's, we, we played kind of nobody's, you know, Craig Thorpe's first year we played Murray. And then in '09, 9 remember we had the least impressive win over Indiana State of all time where it was like, this guy is so fun. Yeah. It was like, I, remember, I was at a wedding. Shout out to the McNats. I was at a wedding, and Danny calls me, like, drunk after the end of the first quarter, and he's like, it's over. It's, it's 7-3. It's so done. When that it's, it ra- wasn't it raining that game so or something? Over. I don't remember what it was. I just remember we were, it was terrible. We won like twenty-four to ten, and yeah, it, was it was an was... Indiana State team that had lost all their games the year before by an average of like seventy-three point two points per game. It was so bad. We need a big time season opening win. I think the it's, it's been too
1: long. It's weird to say
0: this, but the most memorable
1: season opening game to me is actually a loss, and that's the Ohio State game back in ninety-two.
0: You do bring that up a
1: lot because I just remember like watching it on. I just still remember laying in my, on the living room floor watching that game and getting so excited about it. I mean, here we are about to, you know, playing, you know, I they were, I mean, they were. Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I know they weren't, like, ranked like in the top ten or anything that year. I don't even know what they finished the season as, but it was still, it was Ohio State. I mean, it was just like. Right. It was was a different, you know, it's like Nebraska and Michigan and and some of those schools when you're 12 years old. I mean, impressed to be that close. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, that would have been our biggest, if not, you know, not not for Miami. For sure. If we'd gotten a win, but
0: alas, we did not. And then you know we we, we went for had... two though because we got balls. And not being a team, not being a Power Five team in week one for six years feels like too long. And it's not like we've you know, we've had opportunities. We've we've played, you know, we played Bama. We've played.
1: I mean, Kentucky, you no, know, Kentucky, Purdue, and and Miami are the only three in history that we've beaten. I think. You know, and and we we go we go way back, who knows? But I mean, I just went through all the Snowberger's tenure, and we lost every
0: one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we had some way back. I mean, I'm sure we played Indiana week one or something something like that. You would like to think. A long time ago. <laughs> course of course, I, I know we at least played Indiana back then, but who knows. Texas I have the opportunity to get tickets through work for either Notre Dame or the UK game. Which would you choose? Ooh, I now, would take Notre Dame. This is an interesting question because I think we both agreed if we could have one win this season, if we had to pick either or, we would choose UK. If I could go to one game, though, I think I would choose Notre Dame.
1: Well, here's a question now are you saying that you can't you have whichever one you pick you can't you can't go to the other for any other reason
0: no but he's getting tickets to one for and if, free.
1: You, if that's the case and I take Notre Dame all day I do, too. you can you can probably know I mean buy Kentucky tickets at some point a lot cheaper than you're gonna get Notre Dame tickets for
0: Notre Dame's gonna be a hot ticket yeah. for sure and I, mean, I agree it's the weather's probably going to be better it's earlier in the season it's not Thanksgiving weekend and like that's gonna be even if we're Having a disappointing, let's say, God forbid, we're like two and three or three and two, that's still going to be an atmosphere because it's Notre Dame coming to town. They're going to be nationally ranked. Uh, you know, I think people will get very, very excited for that game. Could that's that, the game that could I could have that use. Florida State feel to it. It could, I mean, I mean, the rain, hopefully. If we are five and zero, oh, then it would definitely be big time environment. But it, even if we're like four and one, three and two, I think people are going to be very, very, very excited for that game. And like you said, I think it'll probably be easier to get UK to I mean, I know. Former athletes at UofL, former, I mean, high-profile former athletes who messaged me a couple weeks ago that were like, I was trying, I, I went to UofL to try to get four tickets for the Notre Dame game, and they could only give me one. We and can't I'm even like, get Carmody more than one ticket. Not Art. Art, Art would never do that. <laughs> Art's too nice of a guy. I don't think he ever asked for anything. But Brian,
1: uh, Brian, uh, Brian, even on the staff, can't get more than one ticket. It track. was Brian.
0: <laughs> it was Brian. You know who it was? It was that damn John Spears. Uh he said he had five tickets and Spears took four of them. Spears took all the tickets. <laughs> but those tickets are I mean they're they're few and far between already. They're very tough to get. Texture says, "Do we get ja- a Jacked up Brom pregame speech on Friday? I feel like he hasn't had one go viral in a few years as he's gotten older, but I need it like I need oxygen. I think we are." Yeah, I think we do too. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I thought we might get like his pregame speech before the the spring game was it was animated, but it wasn't like he was he was certainly more reserved than when you've seen him go viral. I think we're gonna get whether or not we see it or not is is another topic. But I think we're gonna get him. I think he's gonna be pretty fired up. I
1: mean, I don't I don't know if he does the chair thing. He may do something different. He may have something up his sleeve saved. But uh, I, yeah, I think we 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 get something that's gonna grab the the cameras attention and and get us going. By the way, I don't know why I just. I, this only goes to 1962 on on NFL reference because I know you love the reference sports reference page. The closest we've come to any other Division One Power Five win in our home opener was we tied Vanderbilt 0-0 at 1971.
0: That's embarrassing.
1: That's so. Del- yeah, I was not. I was not wrong. Ma- Miami, Kentucky, and and uh, Purdue are only three ever Di- Power Five week one wins final thought on the Jeff Ooh, thing though do it, I man. really
0: and truly don't think that he you know you talk about the chair thing I don't think he plans these things out I think he said that before I think he just like he's like I just get caught up in a moment like I don't think about what I'm going to say I don't really like, plan like a I'm, I'm going to use a prop or anything I just he's like it's football I still get excited about it this to this day and when you get that blood pumping sometimes you just do stuff I, don't I, think, I, I think he did the chair thing at Western though he did yeah but like, I it, it, not, neither here nor there, but he. I, I think that he just he doesn't really like. I don't think he plans it out. Like, I, so I don't think he's going to go in to Friday night knowing that I'm going to give this just raucous, tear the walls off this place type speech. I think it's just going to happen organically. Or and if it doesn't, it doesn't. We'll find out. Uh, that's the end of four o'clock hour. Five o'clock hour is up next. We will talk a little more about Brent Key, his thoughts on Louisville at the media availability from yesterday. Uh, some other Louisville Georgia Tech nuggets that are floating around out there, and, and more text from you guys at 502 414 1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, Wednesday edition here on 1450 and 961. The Big X. When you go, we- Yo. From the first to the last of it Delivery is passionate, you're holding not the half of it,
1: forecasting casting after map of it, project I let them last away. Accurate is as shit. Me equally close
0: like Beffler Hem and Nazareth After this you be pressing rewind on top your master this shining like an asterisk for all those in your gabaret Connecting like a round house from the town house to the tenamists Cause all my Brooklyn residents with the call heavy regiments don't believe here to ever this brooklyn Bobbleheadless, but still excited for the 48 hours ahead. What is the Reds vote, by the way? they Reds lead the San Francisco Giants 2-0 in the top of the six. Once you give up, they start playing right. Minor miracle. I'm not sure how this happens. Hunter Green throwing a good game. Vibe- I, I didn't start him today. I left him on my bench. Re- you made a Hunter Green reference as we walked in today. I think that changed the tide. I did. I did make a Hunter, yeah. So the vibes are improving. They'll be even better when we get... Elizabeth back on Friday. I feel like a macho man fighting for Miss Elizabeth's life. <laughs> we spent today. We talked about uh, a little Louisville Georgia Tech We're, talk.
1: Don't have, you don't know the wrestling storylines as much, but that would kind of make John Spears Georgiana will steal. Yes, because he tried. That was part of the WrestleMania I remember three. That. The WrestleMania three storyline. The big thing with Extreme, but was Macho dropping the uh, the ring bell on his throat and like almost crushing his throat as his trachea. But the the big thing was George Animal trying to kidnap Elizabeth because he was in love with her. But it, no, one, no one took him seriously because he's just a big, dumb animal. Thank you. So that's what okay. John Spears. <laughs> we
0: spent the day, we talked about John Spears stealing our bobblehead and showing no remorse for it whatsoever no, on I'm his me. own show, Spears with Sports. We've talked about Louisville Georgia Tech, the, uh, the betting line angles, some things that people have been saying about the game. We've talked about Nolan Smith. I gave the only update I could give at the during the, the 4 o'clock hour. We've talked bowl projections. We've taken texts from you guys. This hour, I, I did want to talk, uh, start off by talking about, I looked at what Brent Key said, the Georgia Tech head coach, who, look, he's got a little bit of juice to him. The Georgia Tech fan base is, I think they're excited, maybe not necessarily for this season, but for the future of, of Tech football for the first time in a long time, and it's primarily because Key took over a program that was just floundering uh, a year ago and had been dismal, basically since they beat us by a million points in 2018, and he led them to a 4-4 and record, with not a lot of great pieces at his disposal. They've gone out, they've got a lot of guys in the transfer portal. I think they feel good about the direction that he's going to take him on uh, them in. He's a former offensive lineman. He's he's a classic, like, it's more of a throwback GT thing where it's physicality. They're going to be like the new Boston College under Steve Adazio. They want to win games with defense. They want to control the clock. They may not do that this year, but I think that's the vision that he has for that program moving forward. It helps that they return four offensive linemen from last year. Or really experienced offensive linemen, they've got a lot uh, in that regard. But Key did talk to the media today. The fanbase also calls him Brant, is, is like a joke, which I don't really get, but I kind of like. Calls Joe? calls it what? Brant, Brant Key, Brant Key. They they call him, they refer to him as Brant, B R O N T, when they reference him. But it's him spelled on, with e, right? Yes, it's just like a, one of those nicknames, one of those goofy internet things. Okay, I don't really get it, but I kind of like it. But here's one thing in his in his opening statement, I picked up on this immediately, and, and I don't like this. Okay, but Brant. <laughs> He He refers to Mercedes-Benz Stadium where this game is going to be played, the new Georgia Dome. Yeah, there's two Mercedes-Benz, though. Right, as the Benz. Do people do this? I don't think. Do Falcons fans say this? Do Georgia Tech fans say this? Well, have you ever seen what the stadium looks like from an aerial view? I have. Okay,
1: so, I mean.
0: (laughs) He said in his very first statement, we have two more practices left, we'll take some of the physical part off of them. We are coming off of a really physical camp, and we are getting ready to play Friday night in the bends.
1: I don't like that. It sounds really. We've been very physical all week, and now we've got the bins. Now we got the bends. Now we're getting ready to play in the bends. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but this, this is this is this is like your kind of generation with the love of cornhole, and I'm sitting there like y'all not know what cornhole is. Everybody knows what cornhole is. I know. I'm just, but no, you you would think. Younger than us, like I remember when I brought up to TJ, he was like, "I don't get it." I'm like, "You don't, n- never mind." Well, TJ's my age. No, he's younger than you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we graduated. Think TJ from... just turned
0: thirty. That's not right. T <laughs> TJ's yeah, he's younger than you. I don't think you know people's ages. <laughs> TJ, how old are you? I know you're listening. Yeah, let us know. I think TJ's older than thirty.
1: I think he's just like he's like thirty, thirty-one, maybe. Maybe I'm bad with ages though. You are definitely bad with ages. I am bad with ages. Well, that's. That's what I try to tell the cops every time. They're like, whatever, sir. We don't believe you.
0: One <laughs> of my nephew texted me the other day and he's like, One right? he, of my nephews texted me on my birthday and he's like, this is 30, right? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I wish I could say yes to this. I miss the age where like I was never really sure how like, like anybody older than 30 could have been 55, could have been 31. I had no idea. I miss being in that space.
1: Speaking of miss, did you just miss the Reds double steal for to go up one nothing? They're up two nothing right now. Oh, that's oh okay. that was, that was the <laughs> That was a while ago. Oh, it just said twenty one seconds
0: ago on the tweet. It's no, I And mean, maybe they're showing the highlight now, but that, are, that yeah. happened a while
1: back. It was a double steal. Yeah, so I mean props on the double steal though. Yeah, go Reds. TJ's thirty two. Thirty two. So you were close. I was closer age. than you. Yeah, I was thinking he was about my age. TJ you was younger.
0: Yeah, that generation didn't didn't understand the inside joke. I guess I feel like cornhole was really getting popular like right when I got to college. I mean that was the first time where I started I playing at a tailgate. Never guessed it was like never. senior year, freshman year of college, and I feel like that's when it kind of became a thing. So I guess I, I can see where. I in high school and middle school certainly was aware of what <laughs> oh every cornhole time. meant. Oh, I giggled and it every time. Over time. So I can see where like yeah. Cornell became such a big thing that somebody who was like like TJ, not that much younger than me, but but a, a couple of generations, like from a, a couple of high school classes, full on like four year cycles removed, would only know cornhole as the game. And
1: unlike all my other pointless rants that go on and on, this one did have there was a reason for bringing it up. Is that maybe I guess the word "bins" doesn't have the same meaning to a younger generation it does to us. Well, I don't think that. I don't think that's right. <laughs> they don't. They don't see it the same way we do. I think they see it as the car. Yeah, and we see it as you know. I don't think that's changed. <laughs> I don't. I don't think
0: that's. It's like saying I don't. I don't think they view Kroger the same way. I mean,
1: I'm looking at the guy and I see Cornell Championships. I laugh every time. <laughs> I mean, I got over that pretty quickly. It's, Not me. I'm juvenile. I can tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much. You, you don't like playing Cornell? I've never played it. I'm, You've I, I never played Cornell. I mean, it was. It looked like just kind of like a like a, a saber. I mean, I was more. I guess. Was uh, horseshoes like we played horseshoes when I was growing up? I played horseshoes, and horseshoes is kind of. I think I feel like cornhole was like a, like a kiddie version of horseshoes, like a, a safer version. I mean, it's the same concept, pretty much, right? Kind of, and it's, I but think it's, it's better. It's more
0: strategy. It's,
1: it's but instead of like having actual giant horseshoes, you can hurt yourself with, and you've got you know. Beam bags and How
0: often were you getting hurt playing horseshoes? I feel like we this have is very like, bad aim. I feel bad like bad this is a personal thing. I, you I keep was, referring to it as dangerous. Here's one
1: time I'm standing over. Th- I was just sitting. I was standing like 50 feet away from the thing. My buddy throws and just nails me right in the head. It's not lawn. He said it was a bad
0: aim. Should, we
1: played lawn darts too. It shouldn't be that dangerous. I never saw lawn darts. They're like we can't. We gotta ban lawn darts. They're too dangerous. People like it's just. We, we ban forks too. I mean, just. I mean, it, you what? can't blame the thing because it's stupid. Because people ban lawn darts because it was. We would stab people
0: with them. Well, no, you would also you'd get hit with them. I don't know how you made the comparison to forks. Because you, you can stab someone with a fork. Were you just throwing forks around in your house willy-nilly? Weren't you? No, never. <laughs> All right, but Brent Key, God, back on topic. Brent yes. I know, Brent Key's has, got the bins. Can we float, please? All right, I'm, I'm begging you. If the D A got asked if the team is anxious and amping up, ready to play, he said, "Yeah, they're excited." Anxious is not the right word. We've talked a lot about you know, on our end the semantics. Like, are you more excited? Are you more nervous? All this stuff. He said, "Anxious is not the right word." We try to eliminate any type of anxiety in our players, coaches, anyone on the sidelines, and staff. Blah 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 blah. Anxiety is the last thing we want in our players. We don't want them to play tight. We want them. To, we don't want them to go out there and have a fear of making a mistake and a fear of losing. That is not why you play the game. I feel like the. the People use the word anxious wrong a lot when it's like I'm I'm just anxious to get out there. It's not really what that's you mean. You mean you're excited to get out there? And, and anxious so he, mean excited? No, not really. Anxious is like not you've really. got yeah, not it's not anxious. It's not mean excited. Okay. It's it's a you know, derived from anxiety, which does not mean like happiness or joy. I think he just kind of harps on that to avoid the question, which is fine. He gets asked. There's a lot of Jeff Brom and Brent Key. He wants to talk a lot without saying much of anything. He gets asked straight up second question about the defensive game plan, and you know what he says? Stop the run, stop the pass. Oh well, I mean, does that mean we're going to win
1: nine nothing on field goals? <laughs> we can't stop our <laughs> kicking game. Yeah, what? I feel like that's locker room talk. That that's billboard material for the kicker, right? Yes. <laughs> and the putter. I mean, well, I mean that's
0: it's
1: not that's not over. The defense either. needs to score. Like you go go how if I'm brought I'm like look at the kicker, who how you know where a kicker is, I forget. Brock Travelstad. I'm sorry? Brock Travelstad. <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, Are like, you gonna try to learn the players' names this year? Not when you're making them up.
1: Wow. Well, that's, that's so but yeah. <laughs> and not the kicker at this moment. If mean, he wins this a game i don't remember his name. Did you remember the kicker who won games before last year? Oh, crap. What was his name? The guy that went to Colorado. No. He went to Michigan. Went to Michigan. The punter went to, to to Colorado. The kicker went to Michigan. Nah, at least I had one of them, right? Yeah. What no, was his name? Really. Rashawn
0: hated him. James Turner?
1: Yeah, that was it. Come on. I, just, I remember Rashawn was the anti, anti-kicker on him. You remember the punter's name? Uh, it
0: was Mark something, right? Yes. Mark Vassar? Close. Vasset. Wow. Oh. I'm impressed, though. I was Thank way closer you. than I thought you were going to be. Not right, ever, <laughs> but always I don't know. Close. I don't even know if this is a compliment or not. It's not. Like, you're like, it's not culture I'm, I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> it's not really. You should know the names of the players when you're doing sports rage. But they're not our players anymore. Well, you you knew them better than you knew the, the current kicker. <laughs> you got asked about Brett Key. I feel was, like you're making it Brent up. Brett Key I'm was asked me. about how much Purdue film he watched in order to prepare for Jeff Brom in Louisville. He said, we watched a lot of film. We looked at Purdue. We looked at Western Kentucky. We looked at Louisville. Louisville Personnel, there are 26 transfers on their team, so we have looked at 21 different schools and individual players. There's a lot of preparation that goes into that, but we don't want our guys to overthink things. This is the first game. It's about what we do. It's about performance and about how we execute our base offense, defense, and special teams. It's a lot of film watching. They went and watched film of all 21 schools that produced our transfers. Do you believe that? Nope. Not I don't really bad. believe that either. I think if it,
1: maybe maybe they had like some intern watch it. Yeah, I mean, that's. Seems... Some, some grad student had to do it, but there's no way. There's no way. Uh, Brunt Keys and. Brunt. 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 Braun. Um, watch 20. Yeah, all, I, I'd call BS on that.
0: I mean, do you really need to? Like, we have, we have some transfers that probably aren't going to play. I mean, you, you know, we got. Like, Willie Tyler on the offensive line. Are you going to watch Rutgers film just to see how he blocked on the offensive line? I feel like that's a little overkill. Yeah, I, I'm, again, I'm calling BS on that one. Now he got asked about uh, how he views matchups in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a.k.a. the Benz. He said it, it's an exciting time to be able to play in that stadium. Had a lot of good memories playing in that stadium personally, but as a team, to go and play in that arena, but at the end of the day, there's nothing like playing at Bobby Dodd. We love our home stadium. It's a shot at the Benz. We love our home stadium. We love playing at Bobby Dodd, but to have the opportunity to have these guys go out and play in the Benz, it is a special time. Second Benz reference. Do, I'm do not... they call the one in New Orleans the Benz, too? Maybe. I don't know. He said, "I'm not worried about results. I'm not result driven. This team is not result driven. What we have to do right now is worry about the process that it takes to get those results." I don't. I kind of no. like hearing that. I like no. that he doesn't care about results because I do.
1: Well, I mean, he better hope the administration and fans, of Georgia Tech, don't either.
0: Yeah, that sounds like kind of like that sounds like a little bit of a Kenny Payne preseason <laughs> that's question, that's answer from last year. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what I had in my mind too. But I mean, this team, this is the Georgia Tech team, though. If you remember last year, I think he went four and four with them at the end of the year. Yes. three and four. But despite going four four, like that doesn't tell you how much improved this team was when he took over. Like they were, they bad. were terrible before he took over. Like they were borderline. I mean, no, I don't think anyone's gonna be as bad as like the eighteen, you know, our eighteen team. They gave up on Petrino, but they were, they were as close to that as you're probably gonna get. They were, they had given up on that coaching staff.
0: Oh, deservedly so. Yeah, he, he came in with a kind of knowing he was gonna gonna have to overachieve dramatically to not get fired, and he underachieved dramatically. Uh, Final question we can talk about here. He said, what's he looking for from his team on Friday? I do have a good feel for this team, and I know what type of team that we have, but it's I know what team we have practicing against each other. I know what type of team we have from January and the type of improvement that we have shown from January, but it's all relative to who we are going against every day, so that's unknown. How is the team going to respond then against someone else? How are they going to respond to a different venue? How are they going to react when adversity sets in? I mean, all of these... He said, I think the biggest question is when that adversity time hits and adversity comes, what are we going to do to work our way through it? What are we going to play the next play, leave that play behind, and understand that it's one play at a time, just like it's one game at a time. We are playing this as a season. It is just like in the past when we have 12 game, 12 one-game seasons, and that is a season right here. That's a lot of – this is sounding more and more like a Kenny Payne preseason press conference, which makes me feel more confident about this game. He's – there's a lot of words and not really a lot of substance.
1: There. You're not you're not feeling the Brent Key, are you? I'm
0: not feeling the Brent Key press conference.
1: <laughs> you're, you're Tech. You you're saying in the rolls are reversed George Georgia Tech, Ben, you're not
0: your vibes are down. My vibes would be down a little bit. It's by being just around the corner in the bins. This is all the talk of somebody who's like, I don't think he has a whole lot of confidence in this particular game. I think he has confidence for the future, but this game, I think he's a little bit concerned about. I mean, I think he has a reason to be too. The Last, I know I said the last one was the last question. This is the last question. Wow. So on his mindset going into this game, and if he views this game as the beginning for him, despite taking over last season. So That's a good question because I have. I don't feel like it's my first time out. I feel like this is the first game of the season. There's always butterflies that creep into the first game. That's been happening since I was a kid playing football. It's part of it, but that's what makes it fun. It's what drives you. You love to get to that point where the butterflies are. It's, I mean. Sounds kind of. He said last year it probably was nerve-wracking those first few games, but now it's business, and we have a job to do, and I am excited to go out there with those guys and do it. I think, that, I mean, that's, it's a fair point because this is Jeff's first game at Louisville. It's, it's new. It's not his first game as a head coach, but this is a unique situation for him coming back home to a place that he loves and all the expectations and all that stuff. For Key, it's his first game as like the full-time head coach. But he coached eight games last season. Like this is yeah. not new to him. He, like, it's, it's a weird. You know, it's, just, it's this first season opener. But I'm sure it's not going to feel the way that it would feel if he'd gone from assistant coach to head coach during the. Plus, offseason. he was a former Georgia Tech player. Yeah, I mean, this is it's going to feel probably more familiar for him than most quote unquote first year head coaches, which is is interesting. Anyway, thought some of that was interesting. Shout out to Brent Key. Love your non saying sayings. It's all good. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. What's the what are the Reds doing now? It's still two nothing. Stop torturing yourself. I don't know. Just just keep me like get to a point where I still have to check the score.
1: No no banana. What's what, the what? safety word? Stop torturing yourself. My internet's not working at all back here. I can't get the text line to work. What's the other safe word? Peas and carrots. I mean, what are you talking? <laughs> Those are safe words. So you can stop torturing yourself and looking
0: at the Reds. I can't do it. I, I mean even if we get knocked out fully the officially the play. I always I still, I mean I watched games last year and they lost 100 games.
1: I mean are you like hoping at least you'll cl- you'll, you'll claim one of these pitchers or something from uh the now, now if you claim no quick me wrong now cuz I know we've talked about the, like the trade deadline being fake and then you can do it later on and, and we're seeing that right here in our face. Like if someone claims like the um, Gelato guy or whatever they got from G-Lito. the White Sox. Yeah. Do they get, do they have to send compensation over to the the Washington? I mean, over I, the, honestly, uh, the Angels. I think it's like any other waiver claim. Because that means they gave up just like a very
0: high prospect in Kai Bush for that guy, and then they're just going to cut him. Yeah. I mean, they, they just completely cut Todd and just unloaded everybody because they. Because
1: you know, they gave they up suck. decent prospects for him and, and uh, Randall Gil- uh, Grilich or whatever his name is. The guy he's played for Toronto. He was with Colorado last, earlier in the year. Yeah. They, I mean, that's. They tried. That means they just they gave, so gave up the, And then I'm seeing Otani playing last night. I'm like, why is he playing? Like, clearly they've given up. Why not just rest him now? Well, he's still a
0: draw. He's still chasing, like, potentially. I mean, he could get really hot and get to, you know, 55, yeah, but he's 28 60 years old. Take the, take the rest of your I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean. Look, the Angels aren't in this position because they're great at it. Like, this is – they they've got two of the – they arguably have the two best talents in baseball over the last decade, and they have not come close to making the playoffs with
1: them. Well, no, they're, they're – the again, as, as I told you, Tigers are the only one that has a longer playoff drought than them. They're, they're right behind them. It's like seven and Tigers are eight. What franchise has a World Series ring that – Bugs you more, Arizona or the Angels, the Marlins? Marlins have two though. I know they both And the fact me. they have two titles and only three playoff appearances in franchise history is amazing.
0: The Angels don't bug me because they kept Barry Bonds from getting one, and I, I was so into that series because I hated Bonds so. See, much. Yeah, I did. And I hated the whole rally monkey and I hated all that stuff. I was I, I liked Barry Bonds. I was a Bonds fan. I was a big Sean Figgins guy.
1: I was I was all Jeff Kent. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the, the Matt, Matt Williams? Matt Williams, yeah, Beast. I, but so, I mean, so, but there's, I mean, there's, I guess, and see, my, my, see, that's crazy you say that because mine would be Angels and over Arizona because Arizona prevented the Yankees from winning it. And I just hated that Yankees dynasty or quote unquote dynasty that they had
0: going. Yeah, but, but I also, kind of, I mean, the end of the Arizona series was right after 9 11. There was a part of me that just wanted the Yankees to win because it was no, a great storyline. Sorry. But the, the Diamondbacks also were so new, and they just they felt so like not. The Angels were at least around when I was growing up. I guess, but there was, I mean, but and but the Diamondbacks also, if you hate the Marlins for there. In a was, movie, a movie
1: about the. Angels. I mean, the Arizona, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Arizona one was just another like a rip off with the Marlins that they just bought a bunch of players and got rid of them. I, I wasn't thrilled about it. Don't get me wrong. Both of them just seem weird when you say it though, because it's because they've now been twenty years ado, uh, Or twenty years removed from both of them, pretty much winning it. Neither have been relevant since their one-year titles. I mean, I just feel like that weird, like that just that weird championship. It's just kind of like when you're talking about all oh, teams that have World Series rings. and you are like the Angels, have, Angels, Angels, huh? Angels are they, and in Arizona, right clash. there too. Even
0: yeah, I mean, Arizona has good teams, but the Angels are. They, it's weird. I don't think Arizona's even like come close to snipping. I mean, they've been to playoffs maybe a few times, but yeah, they um, they played in the NLCS a few years ago. They they swept the Cubs in the first round in the D, divisional series. Where's the wild
1: card or NLCS?
0: They went to the NLCS. Okay. Yeah, they they that was I think 2008, 2009. They had some good teams around. There. That's still been
1: 12 years. I mean, well, yeah,
0: but I'm, I'm saying like they've yeah. had some good teams in the last like since they won the World Series. Um, I cannot get anything to load here. I'm sorry, this is annoying. Uh, the 24/7 Sports they do the team composite talent rankings where no, they look seven. at the overall recruiting classes and they look at the transfer portal the guys you brought in and they rank teams before the season just based on overall talent. Louisville comes in at number 29 this year. You may kind of roll your eyes. It's a 30-spot jump from where they were a year ago based on pure talent. So if nothing else, Jeff Brom has produced an influx of talent in this program. They landed some big-time transfer portal guys, and some of these early-season rankings that are taking into account these things are are, are noticing that, and that makes me happy. I think it's why you're seeing some of these – systems we mentioned the action network betting thing whatever like they use all, they all use these models and a lot of the models really like Louisville more i saw rick Bozich. he went and he looked at the composite rankings every system that's out there every ranking that's out there every man made ranking every computer ranking every everything if you average them all up louisville's number 30 in the country they're actually i think two spots higher than kentucky which is a little bit uh, a little bit shocking given the last few years but some of these computer rankings really like L this year and that makes me that makes me excited.
1: Yeah, they also liked us as favorites, as you mentioned, over U.K. The last couple of years in some games with Satterfield, too. Well, but, two years
0: ago, but not yeah. not last year. But they, they do tend to like us more than maybe we deserve, which is it's okay. I can take the computer rankings. I I, I take, take or
1: leave them. I maybe mean, it's just the, Skynet, the Skynet hater. I mean, the, the, well, how about we take them when they're
0: good and we leave them when they're bad?
1: <laughs> Isn't that the way of the sports fan? How
0: does that sound? Yeah. Uh, quick update before we go to break. We mentioned during uh, when we were on air yesterday about Malik Cunningham was unfortunately waived by the New England Patriots. He and Bailey Zappi were both waived, which left uh, Mac Jones without a backup quarterback, which is kind of weird. But uh, Malik did clear waivers today, and he was signed as you predicted to the practice squad for the Patriots today. Zappi so, wasn't making it through waivers, so did he? Zappi is on the practice squad as well. Oh, he! I, I, I thought
1: they were they were gambling putting both them because that was again everybody kind of knew that was what they were looking
0: to do. But Zappi, I didn't think, would make it through the practice. I thought he'd get picked up. Yeah, they both got signed to the practice. I think Zappi got signed to the practice squad yesterday. Okay. And then Malik was. I think I saw it when I was putting together the news and notes, like 1.30 this afternoon. So Malik still you know, still has a career in, in New England, just not the one that I'm sure he was going for. A total of 12 UFL players did make final rosters for the, uh, 15 three-man rosters going into the season, which is, I think, 16 were at camps. So only four of them got cut, which is. You Wonder know. who the Patriots' backup's going to be then on on, on the roster. Itself? I don't know. They might sign somebody. They'd say it's a weird so. thing. They got rid of all three guys that were fighting to be the backup, and now which, the two of them are on the practice. The
1: board. weirdest thing too is that going into the season. I mean, we you saw a reason why Zappi got playing time last year was because it just feels like there's this organization maybe you didn't think had faith in Mac Jones, but maybe they more than maybe they realize they're going to see their faith exists or not when he actually has a coordinator that actually does offense and
0: not a bad defensive coordinator calling your offensive plays. Maybe. I will take our last break here. I'll try to get the text line to, to get up again. i try to get the internet working in here, my hotspot working. Oh, most here. of them are just talking about how much they love me. Okay. Uh, we, we'll just we'll, – I'll take your word for it. We'll try to take text in the next segment, and then we'll wrap it up. We got football tonight, like good football tonight. Do we? Multiple games I'm excited about. This feels like the unofficial – like the real unofficial start of the college football season. I'm pumped for that. We'll make our – some picks to end the show, and then we'll call it a day. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Wednesday – we on 1450 and 961, the big X are to one it. We came to rocket onto the tip top. Best of lines in hip hop. Why oh? I said one, two, three. It's kinda dangerous to be an MC. It's not too bad and make Too much violence in hip-hop. Why oh? I said my hat keep on making it.
1: Dead. I'm glad I can't go back to where I came from. I'm glad those days are gone, gone for good.
0: But if I could take spirits from my past and bring them here, you know I would. No,
1: I would. Nobody speaks. To God these days.
0: Good song. Good
1: well, way. technically, Nobody it was not Pusher Man. I could do that. Can't play Pusher Man by Curse I'd Bale, like to think he's. So, looking this actually down got the second track. This is probably my favorite song off the album. It's a good one. I know that, days. I mean, shallow. talking about right I think was it, I you. guys talking was about Raising Cane's Jam in the music in your ear. I don't think so. Okay, it was Somebody else was talking about that, but. A year ago, there they have like, these speakers right by your car. that just blares the music they're listening to. And the other day, I went there kind of late, and I was caught in line. And I swear, I sat next to the speakers. I listened to the entire song of Shallow, like, listening. Like, I'm just sitting there waiting to move up to get my chicken, like, just listening to Shallow. I'm just singing along. I'm having a good time.
0: It's the final <laughs> segment of the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. No, I think I said Thursday before the break there. My apologies. Which is why you also think to football tonight, I think. Oh God! Is that right? There's no football tonight. Oh, it's Thursday's a big. Sign. I am thinking it's Thursday. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Thursday,
1: just... we've got like Miami. I mean, Florida and somebody. I think I've been and... thinking it
0: was Thursday like for the last like hour. No, it's terrible. Now
1: there is a college football event tonight, though. What is it? I am in that draft that our Texas sent in about. Oh, us. so you 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 took the bait. Something bad. Like I'm in trouble. Like, we don't need to be. It's like your seventeenth league. Yeah, but my first ever college football player league. So, how does this work? Are so, you drafting like any players on any team? So my I, yeah, from when I when I when I looked at like the uh, like I'm looking at the ranked players and stuff. Like I'm looking at Louisville and there's like Jamar Thrash and Plummer and um Juar. uh Jordan War's on uh, Jordan. Uh, uh, yeah, they're on there. Jordan War. I'm, I'm, well, that's like a, I can go to teams because right now like Cade Williams and Marvin Harrison are like number one guys on the board. But if you go to Louisville, like the number one rated Louisville player on this on this is Jamari Thrash, ranked 39th. ninth. Interesting. Uh, he's projected at one hundred forty two point eight fantasy points. Number two, you, you, you guess who number two is? Maybe on this on Louisville's roster. Yeah, this, nah, yeah, this is actually it's a trick question. I'll give it away. It's Louisville defense is actually number two.
0: Okay, oh, it's the overall defense.
1: Yeah, at one hundred ranked one hundred seventy third. So the next ranked player offensively for this is a press is 250, then 289, and then drops all the way to 445. Where's Jawar Jordan?
0: 250. As I was say, it was like if he's if he's that far down, then I would say that's a steal.
1: Uh, Plummer is listed at 289, and then Huggins Bruce is the 445.
0: I think Jawar's is gonna get the ball a lot this year.
1: Uh, where, let's see if uh, any of our favorite players, yeah, Kevin Coleman, 2790, late round steal. I mean, he's not even listed as a projected points. And your as uh, your boy Chris Bell to three thousand four hundred seventy also could be a steal. This could be two starters. You don't know if you're feeling froggy and want to jump. Five thousand three hundred and one is the late highest ranked player on Louisville's roster. Who is it? Evan Conley. Oh, I love it. Right above right above him is Travis Eakin. <laughs> Harrison Bailey could be a steal. Joey Gatewood is, is above that. Listen also a this, deal. By the way, listen to this: QB, wide receiver, or tight end. Gatewood. Oh, yeah. So you can, you can move them around. Versatility. Yeah, I love it. I have the tenth pick in the draft, so I I'm, I'm I have a ten league, so I'm going to be the the double pick.
0: I guess I assume that this is the right order. Uh, my team is the Brom Bombers. I feel like this is going to really help your college football knowledge. I, I feel like, too. Yeah, like when you play like video games or your know, fantasy, you get more like you have more of an awareness of the overall landscape of the sport. I like it's one of the things that I miss. Because I feel like football. I had a, I feel like I knew a lot more oh. like baseball players and kept track of where they where they moved and who they were playing for when I was playing video games all the time in the 90s. And I haven't played video games and I feel like I I'm worse now at keeping track of who's on what team in Major League Baseball than I was back then. And I mean it's a big part of
1: it. No, you're 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 not off at all. I mean, I can tell you more about this year's MLB rosters and players that I wouldn't have known if I don't play the game and go through the rosters and just do by my, my point and stuff all through the night. Same with college. I mean, it's been ten years since we had college football. I mean, I you know I used to be able to give you all the sleeper picks of guys. I remember when Matt Forte, Forte got drafted. My buddy embarrassed me. He's like, "Who?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's Lane. He's good." Why would I know that? Because he was like an 89 on the game. Yeah, that's how I knew him. I mean, how's so? Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. And you're right. It's I don't think there's any. Anything against that?
0: Well, who was there? Was a there was a cornerback or a wide receiver recently who said like he doesn't really watch film, but like, he knows when he's going up against somebody good because he he recognizes their Madden rating. Like I think that's that's <laughs> how he, he's like. Oh, I got to test in this guy. He's like he's a, he's a ninety-one. Like that's how he knows guys before the, the week before games. He's like I know the roster because I play Madden all the time.
1: Uh, by the way, there's a guy in our league. His team name is TK Salad Bar. That's nice. Um, if you're locally looking for it. The highest player locally is ranked eighth on this board. Uh, is it the Austin Reed from Western? Uh, the receiver from Western. Uh, Machi Carly, I think his name is. Okay, I'm not familiar with him. I just know he's a receiver at Western. I'm not surprised he's
0: on there. All right. Uh, so we so got uh, we got about 18, 19 minutes here. We'll go to as many of these texts as we can. Text line's working now, so I'm good to go. We'll get to this night. Yeah. I thought we'd pick football games, but I guess we won't because it's Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's is there. I don't think there's a game even on tonight. Is there? No,
0: tomorrow's going to be a good night. No, there's yeah, it's loaded tomorrow. Get Florida, Utah, get Nebraska, Minnesota, uh, NC State's playing UConn. Oh, it was, yeah, like this it, it, I'll, I'll watch bits and pieces of all those games tomorrow. I got to work during the bats game up here, but I'll be uh, I'll have them on. Kent State plays UCF. Our friends down there in Orlando. All that. All it's all happening tomorrow. It tomorrow feels like the unofficial start. I thought it was Thursday. My apologies. Mine's a little bit off. Texas says, Nolan Smith has been and is completely antagonistic. He picked a fight with... I read this text yesterday. Yeah, he sent it in again. Maybe I didn't think you read it. Yeah. He said, I'm still dying to know what the Keith Wynn thing was about. I, I told you yesterday because you was, asked. Yeah, it was about the uh, tweet. Yeah. Texas says, my inference to the Nolan uh, Smith job news is he wants to bring in transfers with the unused scholarships and he is getting resistance to that.
1: I mean, what transfers is he going to bring in? I don't I, mean, know. I guess I'm assuming – I know there's names out there that are, uh, that are available, but, I mean, at this point, is it worth bringing in a kid that's that, to take up a spot that you might want to use for next year instead? I mean, the, in 2014, you know what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, I mean, you've got two scholarships available. Boy, well, if that's I, the case, then, yeah, bring one in. I guess Tyler is technically going to take one, even though he's not going to be playing this year. Um, we don't know. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like that's not going to happen, but he'll be practicing. So there's that, yeah. <laughs> Texture says, I won't hold you all to this, but does UofL finally beat U.K. in football this year? Yes. Ask me on Monday. I, I, my official prediction.
1: I already said yes, though, didn't I? I already, you didn't already guarantee it like last week or week before or something? I think you thinking of two years ago when you get
0: definitely guaranteed it. No,
1: I thought I did it when Braum got hired. I was like, I'm guaranteed I'm <laughs> I've already made a bet with Roush on it. You've already bet Roush. Ra- What's the bet? I think we. I don't know. I don't think we came up with the side step, but we already confirmed that we're, we're taking the bet because okay. I wanted to bet Louisville would have more wins than UK this year, and his response was, "I think we'll be tied going into our game." And well, I then, said, well, "Then why don't we just bet the game?" Then you're just betting the game. Then
0: I like your first bet more than the actual game. I feel like there's a better chance of Louisville. Like I think they're going to beat UK, but I think there's a better chance that they finish with a more wins. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's going to be like dominating, but I, I could say like eight seven or something like that. Well, I'll take any. I'll take anything at this point. you're lying about that. Texas says no, Trevor. Not a real helicopter. A drone.
1: Wait a minute. That's that's. There's nothing cool about that. Then was it? Was he, I thought it was a real helicopter. Didn't you?
0: Yeah, it was a different texture, though. You assumed it was a real helicopter too, right? Well, this 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 is a different texture. Though I think the person who texted it in said it was a real helicopter. And I don't know why I'm picturing like the big
1: dome, the like glass dome helicopters, like the one Stan got when he when he went when he got the
0: island. Okay. Like, I'm picturing, that's why I don't know why I'm picturing that that kind of helicopter. I was at one golf course in Ireland when a guy flew in on a helicopter and just to play. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Have you
1: ever flown in a helicopter?
0: No. Would you fly in a helicopter? Yeah. I don't know, I'd be a little, I guess I probably, I don't know. They are, I mean, you do feel, I feel like you do kind of hear about helicopter crashes, not frequently, but probably more than you should. Well, you hear about more small plane crashes than you probably helicopter, Yeah, for sure. Which, the only
1: helicopter, wasn't it? The golfer in a helicopter when he crashed, Payne Stewart, or was he a plane?
0: Payne Stewart, I think, was in a helicopter. That's I what think I thought it was it. a helicopter. But like, every now and then, you'll hear about like news choppers, like when they they they'll hit each other. Like that always kind of scares me. For for the the that, news, I've right. never seen that. Did that really happen? Yeah, never never noticed that. It's one of the things that like whenever they have these crashes, these these car chases, they they always tell you know it's it's dangerous. And, like they they want news stations to stop covering it. That was so a scene in the Meg. Yeah, because so many helicopters keep crashing there was one a few years ago
1: i don't know yet stone says there's a big guy i get i get eerie and that's uh, yeah I, I can see that I, I, i'll kind of want to but i don't know i'd have to talk myself into it
0: Texas the drone flight is never going to happen because trevor is just going to forget to go outside once he's home is that what's happening here i mean <laughs> there is some
1: truth to it <laughs> For what it's worth, I mean, I, had to ba- I left the battery charging. So, oh crap! No, I didn't unplug it for the USB for my phone. You
0: didn't have bats on Monday, so you could have easily gone home and done this. And I think you just forgot.
1: My <laughs> brain—I kind of went on living my life. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what happened. What did I do on Monday?
0: That was like three days ago. Texas says I'm also—I'm not trusting MM cartridge now. How could they possibly <laughs> trust someone like John Spears to advertise for them? <laughs> Don't go after the sponsors now. Yeah, leave leave him in. They're good. Texas says it's funny though. <laughs> you get Trev talking, and man, he starts sounding out of breath. That man needs to actually eat a salad or two. He's fine. He's using the cough button right now, but he's okay. No, I was blowing my nose a little bit. Texas, the red giraffe next to Austin's on Barge Brownsboro was the spot. Austin's was the spot too. That was the red giraffe that I went to growing up. It was heaven. It was I'm a palace. Think,
1: I'm I'm on Browns. Uh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about
0: yeah. Austin's is now a. Um, Goodwill. It's like a big Goodwill. Mm. It was one of the first dates that Mary and I ever went on. It was It was to Austin's. You know, I would like, it's Goodwill. And now, it's, now it's, every time we drive by, I'm like, do you get romantic looking in there? All those old blazers hanging on those. Rhymes? I thought you were going to be like, I took her to Goodwill on my first date. We went to Goodwill. <laughs> bought a suit for the dinner.
1: I mean, if there's any way to set the bar low, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> Texas says, it's just like Trevor to blame grandma for his decline in school.
1: No, I can't. Grandma, grandma was didn't do no wrong whatsoever. I'll never blame
0: grandma for anything. I think you just did. That's no, no, sorry. Referring, you're you're misunderstanding, texture. You, what you, you did blame her for something that happened. No, I said, I
1: said when she stopped giving me the incentive of videos is when I started. That's yeah,
0: that's when she stopped getting the Friday night videos. But that's (laughs) that's not on her. That's just the transition into DVDs. Mm -hmm.
1: I guess I don't know.
0: Texas says, wait, so Trevor and his uncle are the ones who called you Weatherford. No, that was the CJ. That was like the sports <laughs> department, not the neighborhood section. I mean, you think, I, I listen to you having a bad, you think you, I mean, I've told you. I mean, I had it worse, I think. Because like I said,
1: my name wasn't even like considered common when I was growing up. Trevor? Oh, yeah. I got tree, you know how many times I got tree boards and Travis's? I knew a couple of Trevors growing up. See, I knew, I just, I didn't know any. I knew one, My my this guy, I knew our brother's name was Trevor, and I knew Trevor Noseworthy from Richie Rich. Which I hate it because everybody's be like, Trevor knows where is he? Like, oh, here's my
0: fist. Do people really do that to you?
1: Well, I started smoking out of temper. <laughs> <laughs> like, fifth grade, Trevor wasn't taking no bleep. Sixth grade, summer of sixth grade, Trevor come back seven, they're like, talking trash. I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Texture says, "So if we confirm that Olivia Kraus' resignation and poor treatment from the CJ is a result of Papa Rutherford getting revenge after their Twitter spat, <laughs> I don't think the resignation had anything to do with my dad. I don't. I, I, she probably she's had so many fights since then. I don't think she even remembers the one with my dad. But uh, yeah, that's, she's had so many fights. That's not good, right? She yeah, she gets into it a lot on social media." <laughs> You're going to get in so many fights You don't even remember which ones you've had I think resulted in her uh, Eventually having to resign But I, I, I'd I, be surprised If we don't see her pop up again Semi-locally Oh, she resigned? Relatively soon Yeah, she quit She like rage quit on Twitter Did she? What a, what a tool <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot She probably has mental issues Texture says, "I used to buy all my cards and comics at Squeeze Play, all my movies and video games at Roadrunner, and then steal CDs from Kmart. <laughs> Kmart yeah. Then grab ice cream at Baskin Robbins. What a great mid '90s shopping center! <laughs> it, was, it was, it was all there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was all that, right yeah. there.
0: There was, it was a great. There was the Radio Shack was there too. Yep, that was where the rays." It's funny. You used to walk. You get everything. We would walk that little like half square all the time. And go to all those places. I rode my bike. You
1: could ride your bike there without even going on Westport Road. If you cut to the neighborhoods, if you knew the ways. So. I went to
0: that squeeze. That's where I bought most of my cards as well.
1: Yep, I spent many a days at that squeeze play as well. Uh, that was my my go to. It's funny because I was just I was over going to White Castle like a week or so ago, and I was looking at Kroger, and remembering how it used to be a Kmart. Yeah, I, I never uh, sold these the, from Kmart because that was a Kmart. And he's not mentioning, but where next to Roadrunner, I guess it's now the uh, workout gym or LAC or something. That was when Dixie. Oh, that's right. You're right. And then, yeah. And then, because Kroger's was where where it is now in Westpool Road, it was, uh, well, I think it's Ollie's or something. Yeah. Called, yeah. yeah, yeah Close to the right side. Yeah.
0: There was that one, yeah, next to that Bear Nose on. Yep. That yeah. was where, yeah. And that Bear's is still there.
1: It is. Yeah. Then, uh, they just opened a new coffee shop in that plaza next to the, uh, Smokers Outlet, where I get my cigarettes and lottery tickets. They need to open something because all those places have been vacant. I used to live there. We.
0: Used, they just built. They just built, built. No, they built a new like little like, kiosk type building in the parking lot. That's yeah, a coffee they shop. Yeah. They fill those big buildings. Where it was like the Dave and Buster's that became like Planet Fitness or whatever? It's just yeah. yeah the shopping center seemed better.
1: It Used to be the uh, our favorite Chinese restaurant was over yeah. that corner. It, it, yeah, it, it got moved over by Raising Canes. It's now a um, Planet Fitness, I think, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying.
0: I literally just said that. <laughs>
1: Dexter's. <laughs>
0: yeah, but usually you're wrong as we established on what day it is. I know, but you just said the same thing that I said 30 seconds ago. But back. I said it better. Yeah, you did. Dexter's, the G uh, in Capital City go-go's are now, in fact, not silent. Yeah. I don't get it. It's reference to the real G's moving silence like lasagna, the Nolan Smith. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you for, 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 for clarifying it. Texas. What if Nolan Smith goes to the G League and KP goes back to the Knicks? Looks like we're on to an interim coach this season.
1: <laughs> interim coach would be Manning, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, this is what he's been waiting for. That was his plan all along. He just wants to keep taking interim jobs after interim job. That's what's what he's what he's all about. just uh, your Thunder. Please, I hope not. I think my I think Mary and the kids are at the pool. Pool closes on Sunday, Monday, right? In uh, most places, yeah. Yeah. Not everywhere. Texas, yeah. do we need to rediscuss the salad? Now, I think Trevor's pretty, you, you've planted your flag at this point. You feel like you've done enough. And you're I not know gonna, I've you're done You're not going to revisit it. Yeah, I've eaten
1: a salad. If you want to just think differently, that's okay. Not everyone's right. But I ate,
0: I did my part. I ate my salad, which you didn't watch your movie. That was not my part. No, I mean, yeah. my part was making you eat the salad. I did a bad job the first <laughs> time, so we had players get hurt. First of all, Taylor, you didn't have a part, I don't think, really. I mean, I did.
1: You gave me bad sound advice, though. You did. The first time was not. I let you do your thing. Well, that was that was your that was your that was your fault. You shouldn't have done that. You're, you're not wrong. It's like you know the kid wanted to drive the car. You're yeah, not let no, the kid you, drive the car. Yeah, you're not gonna put a fourteen year old behind the wheel just because you know. I mean, th- I mean, this is what kind of parenting advice you got over there for me, Tommy Lee? Just throw the kid in the pool <laughs> and see if he <see laughs> <me> swims.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I saw a video where uh, John Wayne did. Can we that. make that, that joke? Out out out?
1: I mean. <laughs> Oh, the John Wayne! Have you ever seen that movie? I've seen that video. Yeah. The, oh, that—that's the, th- the only John Wayne movie I like. That's so hilarious!
0: Like those kids in the river, and the mom's like, "What are you doing? He can't swim. Well, then he ain't gonna survive." <laughs> Tucker says, "In addition to the yada 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 drinks, I will now also drink every time Trevor mentions Ohio State or his age." You did bring up the Bucks a lot. My. Wait a minute, my age? When do I bring up my age? I feel like, yeah, I feel like you don't do that as much. Yeah. Maybe it's just like, I think you saying, you do preface a lot of statements like maybe I'm showing my age or maybe this is me being I the do. old guy. No, I mean, but we both do that because yeah, we that's... both are old. I don't, I, I, say, I don't think I bring up Ohio State game as much as you think I do. You bring up Ohio State just a lot in general. Possibly. You're like the fan of the basketball team and you followed the football teams in the 90s.
1: I was, yeah. I was a big Jimmy Jackson. I did like Jimmy Jackson a lot when I was a kid, so I guess so, yeah. Texas says the Benz is a Radiohead song. Well, that makes sense. I don't like Radiohead. Are you a Radiohead fan? I like Radiohead. I never like. I never. I always like Creep was annoyed me. I just. I never could get in Radiohead.
0: I like Creep. You are a Creep. Yeah. Texas. I can't hear the bends without thinking of Radiohead. The bends, great album and song. Oh <laughs> yeah, well. Like Radiohead, I feel like there's no in between. You either like them or you don't. I'm. I mean, I like them, but I'm not like a. Like I had some friends that were very into yeah, Radiohead. I, I was never you. that. I, I was one of those like I liked the kind Of the popular songs, and that was sort of all I knew. I didn't like go deep in the album.
1: I feel like Dreamhead's the kind of band that like won't even want to play creep because they feel like it's like their sellout song or something. Eh. See, like them being pretentious like that.
0: Texas, did Trevor ever go to More Than Video when he was in BG? I worked there for a while. Uh, no, I actually that don't. Sounds like a porn shop.
1: <laughs> um, no, the only place we strive went to was Hollywood Video, which was uh. It was like, I can't remember the exact. It was in a plaza. It was over by Scottsville Road where I lived. I lived right across the street from Scottsville Mall.
0: There were Hollywood videos here, weren't there?
1: Yeah, yeah. There was, a ho- I was gonna well, say. the
0: same plaza we just described. Yeah, that's, what, that's where, that, where that, I was just Yeah, there's
1: an Auto Zone now. You speak, and in was Hollywood Video was a movie theater.
0: Was um, it? Yeah, long ago. That's probably before me.
1: It was like, I, I never went to a theater there, but I remember it being there when I was a little kid and it closed down. Um, but yeah, that was Hollywood Video. But I, that's where I went because they had the deal where, like, I think it was like $30 you can rent like up to five movies at a time. As You could rent up to five movies on the floor or two on the wall at once. Really? And I don't know. I if, don't remember that at all. I don't was, know. And somebody's out there right now going, what does that mean? Like, if you don't know video store references, like The Wall was your new releases. and That, that was what you wanted to.
0: Yeah. You always panned the outside of the store Exactly. you did first.
1: I love the terms of, like, we all understand. Like, somebody under, like, Patrick's like, what does he mean that you yeah. the floor of the wall?
0: But that was the deal
1: they had. It was, like, $30. bucks. You'd, and I didn't have cables. I've told you, until, you know, the West Virginia game. So that was what I did. I pay. I bought. I did that plane, and I'd go up there. And that's actually when I started watching. I'd I never read *Gotten* into *King of the Hill*. I started watching *The King of the Hill* seasons because of that. Uh, I did not up watching like the first two seasons *Sopranos*. That's when I started running like TV shows on DVD and would just go home and watch those all the time. Amazingly, not that hasn't changed in my life now. I
0: just stream them. I never rented TV shows. I was always movies or like wrestling events or sp- every now and then the like a sport video that okay. I want to rent.
1: On cable, I didn't, I didn't have yeah. TV. I was like, I wanted something that had to, gave me
0: the most for my bang. And I didn't have to. I, you know. I respect that. Did you, yeah. I, I run video games every now and then, too. Uh,
1: I, See, I used to as a kid, but as a very very young Trevor got to the point where he was only playing sports games. That, same. And that at that point, team. I'm just buying Madden or I'm, or buying NBA Live or yeah. buying Tim. So I never really.
0: It was, I, it I stopped was basically when I was game. really, really young. Yeah, Nintendo, like, that was the only time I was. Oh, yeah. I, I was, remember I rented John Elway football like 75 times. My parents were finally like, do you just want us to give this to you?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Young, younger, when I'd go up to uh, – I remember that video store we talked about by, the, by used to be by like a consignment shop over there by the, the – on Westboro Road. That was uh, – I remember running like Metro uh, – is it uh, Metro Meteor Man or whatever it was called? Yeah. No. I can't
0: remember. I'd I remember running there and stuff like that, yeah. Texas says, I'm imagining Spears driving a convertible. TK uses a suspended ladder connected to the drone to rescue a duct-taped Mama Kazuto from inside the convertible. You fly the drone off. Mama Kazuto is seen flying the middle finger in the air to captive Spears like Keanu at the end of Constantine. Uh. (laughs) I don't even know that movie reference, but I like the visual.
1: I know the movie Constantine. I've never seen it, though. Texas says, I heard Trevor's mom will give you the most for your pay. You heard wrong. (laughs) Texas, are you I'm, sad? I might be listening tonight now, by the way. Don't be saying that. <laughs> last time I told her that Texans were, like, were giving these jokes, my mom was
0: actually bring was like, it on. Yeah, bring it like, gonna <laughs> Put your money where
1: your mouth is. I'm like, Mom!
0: She's like, what? Oh, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, are you sad that Soldier Boy ca- canceled his concert that was scheduled for last Sunday? I did not know Soldier Boy had a scheduled concert here. Did he, did
1: he get cancer or did he just forget he they scheduled him? Maybe. I, I did not know that.
0: You know he got into like a big beefing
1: with uh, Randy Orton on Twitter? I feel like he's gotten into beef with everybody Like he just, years. For some reason, he just decided to attack Randy Orton as wrestling fake. And Randy Orton just went up and was like, step in the ring and get RKO
0: and see how fake it is. <laughs> did you see the video of Mitch McConnell from today? It might be time for him to hang it up. I did. I did not. What happened? And look, as somebody, not getting political, but as somebody who has not agreed with Mitch McConnell a lot over the years, although he did send my daughter a personalized note when she was born, which was... why. I think he, I mean, he's a big U of L fan. Okay, and like John Yarmouth always know that. did stuff with me, and like he would always like, like send me stuff. And I guess McConnell maybe like had somebody put it in his ear, like so he wrote a personalized note, which was you know, At the time, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this, but also like it's something for Virginia to have when she grows up. It's like the, probably the second most powerful man in the world at that time wrote you a personalized note. Uh, so th- that was something, but. I, he, I'm, I'm, I can't listen to it, but I'm seeing the video. I guess he, 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 he you know, just like, fro- now it, moment. It's the second time in a month where it looks like he's having a stroke. Like it he does. just he freezes. Nothing's going on. It's very clear that he like he can't move. And it is like I, like again, politics aside. It, like I feel really bad when I see yeah. something like that happen. He's 81 now. Uh, I, I know that people immediately jump to you know Diane, he and Diane Feinstein. Like the, it's time for both them to retire, which I do agree with. Like there should be age limits. There should be term limits with stuff God, like this. Yes, of course. But I, I'm not like you know. Some people are kind of celebrating this. I'm not. I'm not going to celebrate anybody who's going through something like this. It's very clear that he's having significant medical issues, and he probably just needs to be at home resting and and not doing all the stuff that he has to do given his his job requirements. I mean, the
1: fact that the first post I get is Clay Travis saying he needs to be removed. I mean, and Clay Travis will be that, that far left or right or whatever with him. Then right, not a good sign when when, when your supporter guys are. Yeah, he does not. This looks, I mean, it's, I'm doing a note with yeah. him without volume. Yeah. I get, yeah, I get and you don't, a don't like a him. I get you, you don't, you despise him for his political views, and that's fine. I mean, you can, but it doesn't mean
0: you want to. I don't want the man to have like. I don't want anybody yeah. dying. I don't, no. I don't. It's, it's, well, I don't want him in very office. Very rare. Exception. Yeah. Texas says, uh, what other college football teams do you like to pull for besides U of O? I mean, I, I used to always pull for Northwestern because my brother went there, and my Ohio because my other brother went there, but. I yeah I I still will kind of root for those teams, but out outside of U of L, I don't really have any like like a secondary power team that I, I just sort of root for out of principle or anything. I mean Western for me, I guess a little bit because I went there. Yeah, I um, can see that. Uh, I know I bring
1: up and you can have a drink if you want on this one, Ohio State guy, but I am <laughs> not not nowhere near like I like I I do not say I don't like Ohio State anymore, but I don't like Ohio State. Like I like the 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 like level is way way down from what it was in the night. A lot of that to do with Urban Meyer. A lot like 100% of it has to do with Urban Meyer, to be honest. I like Trestle. I was actually a fan of Trestles. I don't have a problem with Trestle. But, yeah, Meyer was annoying. Day's annoying. I just In the last, like, 20, 15 years or so, Ohio State's just taken, plummeted down my like level. So, I would say probably. I mean, there's, yeah. that's Western if I had to pick one.
0: All right. Uh, we, there is no football uh, tonight. I lied about that. Blatant lying. Uh, we do have baseball. I don't know if uh, no. I don't think it's a UFL event tonight or anything. I'm scrambling to find something, but we can pick. Uh, how about do the Blue Jays play
1: tonight or have they already played?
0: Uh, they do play the. They have the, already won. They they won seven nothing today. Oh, thank God we got to be a great fan.
1: We won the series over the Nationals.
0: Yes, we will pick. Uh, we got to sweep these next three series, guys. Come on, Diamondbacks Dodgers late tonight. Brandon Fat, uh, who just from Bellarmine, Bellarmine just yeah, won his first game. Uh, against uh, against the Reds, unfortunately, but still 1-6 now. Bellarmine grad done good. Trinity grad done good. He got drafted in that 2020 draft, too, didn't I he? I think so. He's on the hill against yeah. the Dodgers tonight. Dodgers are a, a decent favorite. Who you got here? Uh, Dodgers rocked him last night, I believe. Yeah, Dodgers, I feel like this is, is a shocker. I like think any team besides the Reds would rock I hope him you're sitting point. down for this, but the Dodgers are good. Dodgers are good.
1: Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, I, I want to root for the branding. Uh, I can't say I didn't know how to pronounce his last name because it's like P. It's a Peace Island, I guess. Yes. Okay,
0: uh, I want to root for him, but I don't have. I don't, I'm not holding my breath on him. Dodgers win tonight. I am rooting for him, but I think the Dodgers win. Even though yeah. they're throwing a spot starter tonight, but the Dodgers are very, very good. Very good. spot starter. You said it. I know but. something. Pepeo. Oh no, I don't know that name. He's mm-hmm. he has no wins, no losses. I think he's. Sounds like a Second start. game almost yeah. Or something, yeah. Anyway, everyone enjoy your Wednesday night. Tomorrow we will have football to talk about. Yeah! Keith Wynn will be here. He'll Woo! get uh, all nerded up. We'll get you ready for Georgia Tech in Louisville on Friday. Enjoy your Wednesday nights. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Go Cards.
1: Maybe Go it's time on. to let the old ways die. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Takes a lot to change your plans. Hell, a train to change your mind.
0: Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. Oh, maybe it's time.